It's the final episode of Real Soldier, everyone. Thank fuck. <laughs> oh, come on. Was it, was it good? Yes! Was it, was it bad? Start the intro! No! Start the intro! It was no. good! Final call! It was really good! Start the roll call! Oh god! Start the it's roll call! Cu- it's cue the roll call! Oh, she, said, no. she said it! It's good! Cue the roll call! We are live! Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Tempered Zeal! Bluecaster, Super Ichi! Loud and Impulsive! Craycaster, Late! Illuminating the Tokuverse! Yellowcaster, Autoguard! A Spark of Courage, The Power of Dreams! Orangecaster, Global Soft Perka! Quick on the draw and draw on the quick! Redcaster, Savage Fox! Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Oh, Welcome to episode 283 of Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Episode anniversary. Yeah. We'll celebrate our anniversary next week's episode. So, so Gar, you have a week to think of an idea for our anniversary. Let me let me state in no uncertain terms what's happening. The the day this recording goes out, which is Monday, March 9th, uh, is in fact the anniversary of Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Episode one aired March 9th, 2014. In which. Holy shit, for the first fucking time ever, I'm actually here for an anniversary episode. So... Have you guys never noticed how I'm always gone for the anniversary? <laughs> that's your fault. No, no. That sounds like a gar problem. No, that's <laughs> karma bite me in the ass. It's gar- no, it's karma. So, be- like, because our because we created this show around the time that Tokyudra started airing, I like to consider each Sentai slash Year of Cast Ranger as our own seasons. So technically what's happening here is as we are reaching our sixth anniversary, this is the end of season six of Cast Ranger, which means next week will be the start of season seven. So for those who are keeping track. Well, it's episode Sir Skip. So when you join in, when do people join in, is that your year? Am I am I the re-soldier year? Sure. Alright. Well yeah. wouldn't you be yeah. the year yeah, you first? Right. No, I, I did the I did the math. Yeah. Cause I'm just thinking I'm like, hang on, we're going on. It's our third year anniversary of Ultra Ranger this year, and we're going on to our fourth season. So, yeah, because yep. after the anniversary <clears throat> episode, I consider that, like, the start of the new season. Yes. Uh, so, for those who might be listening to us for the first time, wow, did you pick a weird episode to jump on? <laughs> hey, you, you were, remember when Tokyudra ended, and you are like, hey, do you want to be on? And I'm like, I haven't caught up on Drive, so I'm sorry. No. <laughs> that was legit. It was, all you, it was all you needed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Borg! Borg! What? I forgot about Borg! Oh, yeah, Borg. What? Borg! Borg. Where's Borg? I don't know what's happening. Borg. I don't Borg. know what's happening Borg. Either. Uh, keep, keep going while I find Borg. Okay, so for those who might be listening to us for the first time, thank you for tuning in. We are an, a, a loosely associated clique of tokusatsu nerds who assemble every week uh, to talk about... Common Rider, Super Sentai, and usually a third thing. That's however, not Ultraman. however, 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 
This week being a special ep- special episode, because Ryu Soldier is coming to an end, it is our tradition to forego a feature topic, and instead, our third thing this week will be a discussion of Kishi Ryu Sentai, Ryu Soldier as a whole, in a retrospective, reflective uh, summary. Recap. All we need is Borb. Oh, okay. Oh, I've seen that. Every, <laughs> every time I see that, I respond with, Time Borb! You know what? Fuck that Because my friend was drawing that while live streaming, and I'm like, all we need is Borb, and she's like, is that a drive res- reference? I'm like, yes. So she immediately starts drawing uh, the tire. Then you just crank the thing. More, more, more! More, 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 more. <sighs> All right. So, uh, aside from our Ryu Soldier retrospective, our topics for this week are Common Rider 01, episode 25, and, of course, the finale of Ryu Soldier, episode 48. What an odd episode to end, though. What an odd series. Was it good? Was it we'll bad? Talk, we'll, we'll talk about that it. later. We'll, we'll Spoilers. That. It was good. But first, before we get into that, don't forget to use our Skip the Dishes code in the description for $5 off your first order. And if you uh, use it now, you can get avocado toast, which will cheer you up from not getting the part of the cut chalk in the new I, team. I noticed that you oh, didn't... There's, there's the image you, you asked for. I noticed you didn't refer to us as a gaggle. Yeah, because you hate that for some reason. No, I don't hate it. The person I was telling... Saying that to hated it. Well, tell them to leave a comment and maybe I'll give a shit. Oh, shit. Maybe he can bring his gaggle of friends and... Then we'll, we'll have a gaggle it. off. Yeah, a we'll, gag- have, we'll have a gaggle all the time. <laughs> you know my favorite pop singer is? Lady Gaggle. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, you... Does that mean Emily is our Lady no, Gaggle? Because she's part of our gaggle? Did, did you guys hear about Lady Gaga and that Power Ranger music video she did? I don't know. I heard something about... It was like a Power Ranger style music video. It was weird. Joy. Also, Supergirl's pregnant. Cool. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Is she super pregnant? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet? What does that well, mean? she just got pregnant. <laughs> I guess that depends on what you qualify as a super pregnant. Am I, per- am I pregnant? I was about to say, as long as she's not pregnant. Am I pregnant? Out of all that whole bit, McGregnant is my favorite, and that is yeah, my headcanon name for like fictional male pregnancy like Dilbert and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Whenever men are quote unquote pregnant, I just call it pregnant. Uh oh, like Cosmo from Fairly Out Parents? I didn't see that episode, if, so I'm gonna say yes. If women have starch masks on their body, if does I that have... mean she has <laughs> been parknet before? The Luigi board? If I if yeah. I have sex with pregnant, will it hit baby top of head? <laughs> yes. No, it's have sex with prangent woman. Prangent. This has gone off the rails already. Let's fucking do the zero one thing. Zero one. For <laughs> Slash riser. You'll get caught up in the slash riser. Crossfire <laughs> joke. Yeah. Oh, I, I... crossfire. Yeah. Um, I decided um because we're starting sort of a new arc of zero one that I would ask an AI appropriately for zero one, um, what they think that the next arc is going to be about. So I typed in the next arc of Common Rider zero one will be about and saw what it would fill in. And I went, pretty much every answer was amazing, but this is probably the best one I got. Sorry if this is wasting time. Oh, go um, ahead. The next arc of Kamen Rider Zero One will be about Kyrie, the main character of the first Kamen Rider. 
Kamen Rider 1 was on the air for four years, but it's such an ideal series, where it has all the standard modern stuff, that it's easy to overlook and say, oh, it's a shoujo eye. Oh. But now, it is a shoujo eye, and a hard one to come to grips with. The main character's relationship with his younger sister and how this develops are in this latest anime. So now everything from that situation to the main character meeting his crush have been transferred to this new series. Oh, so this is one of those AI that wrote, writes stories? Yes. Wow. So it's apparently Common Rider Zero One is going to be about incestual lesbians. However, oh, that'll raise also, the ratings. Here's another Bacopa? thing that it came up with. The next arc of Common Rider Zero One will be about Gaim, the giant lolly magnet who's infected with the virus. You know what? That wouldn't be very off. Oh my! <laughs> if, if Izu goes nuts like we all know she will at some point. Oh, oh, I- Izu's Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> up there just easy That's and then That's there's the might actually happen category with the next arc of Comrade zero one will be about the destruction of human civilization yeah no that's absolutely what they're going for <laughs> but i'm still wondering if it will have that um suddenly be about girls love and also apparently people's feelings for their younger sister <laughs> I love what Decker posted here. Jin is now oh a mafia God, that's boss. Yeah, I, I love, love that. It. I love that meme. So yeah. so yeah, Jin is back. Guess who's Jin. back? No, no prove, proving Jin is back. No, just Jin Bring is back. A friend. Proving that this writer doesn't fucking know how to keep characters dead. Well, it's a robot. It's a robot. Doesn't doesn't matter. Maybe guard. Did you ever maybe think that this writer? He just doesn't like killing off characters that people love. Well, maybe yeah, he, he should work it. for Star Trek Picard. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm just saying, if he hates killing off characters, then why kill him off in the first place? Drama, drama, chief writing states. Anyways, here's, here's the Arto <laughs> face of the week. It's a more serious one because I thought Arto looked really badass in this. That's not a clenching fist. He's clenching the belt. But have you noticed that, like, uh, yes. Gencorp and Overtime both use the same image? Yeah. Yeah, the Arthur Fist The Arthur meme. Fist meme. Yeah, amazing. I told you. Wanna, you want to you wanna mention real quick why what he's saying in that line is particularly important? Oh, yeah. So this was the first time in this show, show where Arto refers <clears throat> to himself as Kamen Rider Zero One because he hasn't before. He's just called himself Zero One. Wait, wait. It took him... Halfway through the show, yep, to finally acknowledge, not the, acknowledge Kamen Riders, but Arto acknowledging himself for as him Kamen Riders. Like wait, 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 so, so the others have called themselves Kamen Riders, but Arto has never called Zero One Kamen Rider until now. Okay, because I was about to be scared there, being like, "Wait, is this is this like game where they don't acknowledge?" No, no, no. I mean, look at fucking the shot riser when you it's in standby form. It says Common Rider. Hell, oh, when you uh, was filming him, it's like, "Oh, Common Rider Vulcan." Common Rider Vulcan. Uh, see, see I, I don't pay attention to Common Rider anymore. Uh, That's why we're here. We all pay attention to different things. Uh, I like, I like banana. Go banana. Uh, go. Banana. Go banana. Anyway, banana scale. our uh, our episode opens with uh, a blatantly, almost insultingly blatant ripoff of fucking Einstein with this robot, this robot doctor. Yeah, Hakusei so, bot. So apparently he was the first gen human gear that built other, other human, human gears. gears. 
Specifically, dun dun dun, Harvey. Who was meant to be a father robot. Like a surrogate surrogate father. An an early education slash surrogate father robot. Which makes sense because he went on to build Jin. Yeah. Ugh. That's gross. Donut. I want chicken between two donuts. <clears throat> donuts. At the big donuts. They make the world go round. I had, a, I had a, that but with like a hamburger patty and it was fucking I amazing. just, I I just, just want to see. I just need you to know, Gar, that I actually threw up in my mouth just a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just want to see Horby before he became a freaking cyber terrorist. And, like, no, we saw him get printed! No, 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 but I mean, like, I want to see him with, like, a kid handing, like, a sad kid, like, an ice cream cone and patting him <laughs> on the head going, It's okay. You are a good boy. You're, who's going to grow up and overthrow who's humanity? Who's going to destroy humanity? Oh, no, get, get the Yugi out of here! No. Yugi on. Yugi on. Anyway... God damn it. It's hilarious that they finally added Metal Cluster to the fucking opening the yeah, episode yeah, yeah. after his whole berserk plot arc resolved. Yes, because now he's fully in the show, so now we can put him Fully in the show. <laughs> you know who's not fully in the show anymore? Fucking Thouser. Yeah, no. This was the first episode since no. Thouser debuted that he wasn't I, in. No, it's funny too because, like, the show is even aware of itself that Thouser was in the episode because, like, they go off to go do something and, like, you is just like, Aren't you going to join them? And I was just like, Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I was like, Wow, he's too he's too good to be involved in the. Plot. I refuse to participate in this clip show. Well, well, Thouser, we have good news and we have bad news. Well, what's the good news? Well, the good news is that we're going to continue the show. Oh, thank goodness. Bad news is you're not going to be in the next episode. What? You had things to do. It's you, fine. You, you, I didn't want to be in it. You are unfortunate. You don't have to look at no, me anymore. No. <laughs> you are unfortunately obsolete because we have these new forms coming out. But but I'm the main antagonist at this moment. Yeah, but sorry. No, the real antagonist is the is the insurmountable amount of plot we have to drop and recap. Oh, they're going to say the friends we met along the way. I was also, actually thinking that. Also that. <laughs> no, as we saw from last week's episode, the friends we made along the way is what solves the problem. Maybe maybe. Actually, yeah, that was literally what happened last week. Right? We had you catch up right before we started recording, so what did you think of last week's episode? It was okay. (laughs) I felt it had some very powerful moments. I I like that it had nothing to do with the fucking competition. Yeah. But I mean, like, they've got, like, I was like, eh, it's okay. (laughs) I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm not hating it as much, because those were some good plot episodes, but I mean, like... I don't know, I just, I just, like, the newest episode I thought was was fine. But, like, and then it's like, next week, firefighting competition. So, what I really enjoyed about this episode most was specifically Fua, because, like, so he realizes that, like, apparently he, like, cause, cause since Ames is, like, an offshoot of Zaya, uh, like, Zaya... Or rather, they're, they're supplied by Zaya. Yeah, well, no, and Ames was created by Zaya to fight MetsuboJinrai.net. No, no, didn't they franchise no, no, situation? He, he, they said that Ames was created by Zaya. I could have swore they said no, Ames was a government no, agency no, and that no, they were no, just no, funded with no, equipment no, by no, Zaya. No, 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 Zaya created Ames. They created Ames. Well, then fuck. He, no, he created Ames for the government to use. Huh. Yeah. So, anyways, so when like we find that out, like Fu is really pissed off, and then he just has a real kind of like development moment with himself, where he just says, "I refuse to be a tool for Zaya. I am. Uh, I make my own rules. I fight 
the way I want to. That is what Kamen Rider Vulcan is. I'd fight and for then, my like, friends, but I don't have any. That's actually interesting. All it's everyone, about the friends that I haven't made Vulcan, along the way. <laughs> like Vulcan, Zero One, and Jin all have like their reason why they are They're a Kamen, Kamen Rider. Riders. Yeah, I so, actually really I think we like have that. to bring up that um we had a a part where um Aruto made a really terrible joke while Fuo was in the office. Oh yeah. And Fua, like, tackled him, but then you see that he's just trying to not crack up. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm Props to him for keeping up the charade, but I do hope we eventually get a payoff to that. I think we will. The last episode, maybe. Yeah. Chekhov's laugh. Oh. Next episode. Um, yeah, so <laughs> we, we got some interesting plots about, like, the ARC satellite and the their satellite. It was basically a recap of everything we had known and predicted over the series, but it being explained to Aruto so that he yeah. knows everything that happened. But we also found out that Aruto's robot dad created the Zero-One driver. Yeah. So, so it wasn't that the grandfather created the system, it's just he that just handed he, it off. he handed it off to Aruto because he knew that it would be safe in his hands. What with Robot Dad being the dead? So, I wanna, I wish we could've gotten like a, like a daydream vision, like, uh, thing of like the vice president like being Zero One, just like him with the belt. Oh um, my god. That would've been funny! You know what? That sounds like a hyper battle video. Yeah! It does. He should do that, like, Project Thouser or something. He's like, I should have been Zero One. I could do it. Or he just, like, steals files and makes his own Conrader Zero Two. I, you know what? I would actually like to see the Vice President just, like, fucking try to yoink the belt and he uses it and then it just goes air rise. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, yeah, and then we just got more, like, about the arc and, uh... You know, the guy fucking made it. They basically summarize how Guy, while working for Zaya, created the Ark, supplied it with evil data of all of the evil shit humanity has done, and that caused the Ark to go batshit and create Metsubo Jinrai, which then in turn caused the other human to go berserk. And then Robot Dad blew up Ark. Yeah, so it was it was his robot dad, uh, Hiden or Hiden Soren, I think was his name, yeah. who actually initiated the Ark's destruction and broke Daybreak Town. So he, he did a lot. Yeah. Um, I like that this 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 joke may not have been obvious to everyone, but the the Doctor Robot, whenever he was talking, he was using the Washi pronoun, which at first glance is not that shocking because. That's a pronoun that old men tend to use for themselves a lot in anime I've seen. But the joke is, he was under control by Jin, who is an eagle. And the Japanese word for eagle is washi. washi. Oh my god, and you're right. Izu even makes note that he says washi? Uh, but yeah, we, we uh, eventually come to the re-arrival of Jin, a.k.a. Kamen Rider Jin burning Falcon in his new form. Giant AKA wings that then vanish after you see them the yeah. first time. Jin's, Jin, burning Falcon looks great in, uh, uh, like, in action. Uh, 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 Unfortunately, we don't get the henshin or an explanation of actually how he came back or how he has a new driver or where that driver came from. It'll be explained we'll next time. We'll find that out, won't we? I hope so. This The newest episode coming out, we'll find out. But I gotta say, that new suit he's styling in is so good. <laughs> the wings are really cool. If I were cool. to make a parody of, like, a Kamen Rider, this new form shows up halfway through the episode, the other guy just demorphs. It's like, hold on, time out. What's this? This wasn't in the script. <laughs> I, but yeah, Emily, I meant his actual suit, not his form. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, his, 
Oh, is a like tuxedo? Set? Yeah. Looks, yeah, that looks he good. looked absolutely yeah. amazing in that outfit. I was thinking just like, wow, he really like Jin was like just he was just sort of a hoodie man before, and now oh yeah, he cleans he, up nicely. Yeah, like, he's all like he real, robbed a fashion real, store on his way here. He time. robbed half a fashion store. Yeah. Let's be honest. Gear guy, gear eye for the human gear guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a work. fashion human gear out there. There has to be. Yeah. Uh, we also we also got a cool henshin like uh, shot of uh, Vulcan and uh, Zero One into their assault forms. And what's cool was that like Vulcan was in the front, and then like Arto was off to the side because it was like a well, like what were you saying, Ichi? It was to symbolize how uh, they may have differing motivations, but they're both headed towards the same goal. Yeah, sort of. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got like Arto. Like, uh, preparing a hisats with the, the gun caliber or whatever. The buster. The authorized buster, and he, like, throws it to fucking Fua. It was just like, like, here, I readied it for you. <laughs> that was a neat move. I like I like this teamwork that's sort of blossoming between them. Yeah, and then and then, and then then Naruto proceeds to go middle cluster hopper and just, like, wreck shit, and I love it. Yeah. Yeah, love that suit. Get my key soon, can't wait. He does the final strash, which just, like, rains spikes down, and that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Oh, my favorite thing about Burning Falcon, as stupid as it is to say, is when he unhensions. Because then you just see the fucking red claws just, like, snap around him. Yeah, it was kind of like an opposite of when, like, he does, when he henches into original Jin, like, When he was Falcon, just, like, a ball just... of fire with eyes, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say, I, I talked about this briefly when we looked at the magazine scans last week. Overall, I'm not a huge fan of Burning Falcon's form. My biggest problem is still the fact that they took out the bird head from the helmet. I still think they could have just made, kept that head there and just made it angrier and on fire. Wait, was that not the bird? Nope. Like, you were mentioning something about how, like, the design was different. Look at Comrader Jin's helmet and then look at Burning Falcon's helmet. J the original model has this little bird head on the t atop the visor. And Burning Falcon doesn't have it. What about the body? Like I could have sworn I've seen that body somewhere. Before. It's it's a it's a remake of Vulcan's base form because it's also a shot riser base suit. It's uh, basically Comrade Vulcan with more points on it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's some fan art someone posted of if Burning Falcon was pink like his base form. Oh, that's. Pretty. I like that a oh, lot. Oh, it's oh, so pretty. Oh, I want that. That's actually really nice. That's neat. Wow. I still like the bird head on the original helmet better. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, base, so Jin flies in amidst a sea of flame. Shit kicks Vulcan on Henshin's. Goes, I don't need to hide shit anymore. And uh, takes off in a burst of flame. Uh, he reveals that he was controlling the doctor and who snuck in the jammer that was causing Izu to be adorably sick at the start of the episode. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, like, and he's, he's going through, like, the his family remedy, and then he's like, wait a minute, Hewagers can catch colds. Yeah, he's, like, in the middle of it, he's just like, I don't know, you can get colds. And yeah, but I get that the bird beak is on the mouthpiece now, but it's not good enough. 
the bird head on Jin's helmet was very unique, and I well, liked it. Then you know what? You can shop Burning Falcon with the thing. Maybe I will! Yeah, go for it. Oh. You a bitch. Old Man Hill's a clown. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Oh, Mr. Oh. Ichi. Yes. <laughs> Don't call him Mr. Ichi. <laughs> that sounds like my detective name. Mr. Ichi. Ichi. Just say it. Who's Aruto's mom? Has that ever been brought up? No. no. Or I where he lives? So. <laughs> this is my response. <laughs> just like, oh, it's a zero one's head. No, we don't know who Aruto's mom is. Really? We know who his grandpa just... is. We know who his dad was. His dad was a robot. I mean, he had an actual dad, and then that dad died, so they replaced it with a robot who then also Is died. that what it was? I'm pretty sure he just has a robot no, dad. No, they, he said in one episode that he had an actual dad who died, and then they replaced him with a robot who, who also died. I thought that was against the law. You can't do that. Like, yeah, no, it's, only if it's the he's same the president. Guy. Yeah, I guess oh, Hold on. Hold on. I just realized something that we probably should have talked about a long fucking time ago. So you know how when humakers get blown up, they have backups and they come back? Yeah. Why the fuck hasn't Aruto's dad bot come back? Because he's special, like Izu. Or not that he was probably Maybe. a prototype in which they probably didn't have that type of. Also, Ichi, the way you were. Did, did no one think to maybe build him another one? Ichi. Since we're already here replacing his father with robots, why not make another one? You should wear, you should wear your headphones down so you can look like a first gen human gear. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, your first get, get gen human gear Ichi. <laughs> you can totally cosplay as a human gear. Yeah. Just get the um, module that I just hit a button. Yeah. Everything's good. That you know of. Um Little do you know you're being hacked right now. There you go. I, I did it. <laughs> wow. On the Apple human year late. Oh so oh so you can't be updated. Oh, oh yeah, Vegas brings again. You want... Vegas brings up the point that it became illegal for them to make human years that look like real people. Yeah, I, yeah, okay, but I saw maybe that, that was after that, like so change so make him legally distinct then. <laughs> we resemble but are legally distinct from Aruto's dad. <laughs> just, yeah, just, they put a bowl exactly. on my on my cheek, so yeah. I'm different. Yeah. It's Aruto's dad due to international copyright laws, it is not <laughs> Still we should run like it is Aruto's dad! Ah No it isn't <laughs> so, uh, so so we don't know where like Aruto lives? Does he you imply is... Aruto lives anywhere? So we got we also we got <laughs> Aruto Wait, did you talk about sea thoughts? No. Okay. Does Aruto poop? No. Does Aruto I mean, poop? a lot of the Aruto faces of the week I, I take, they look like he's taking a shit. <laughs> he's, he's a shitty common writer, does that count? Ooh. No. But like, that, that's, Edgy. What, that's what I want more out of a common writer show. You want them to shit? No. <laughs> Do you I want, want a common writer that's themed after shit? You want him to have a mom? No. Be a banjo? Just a life outside of being a hero. Uh. Like go that. He's the president. He's the president. Drive. He was a cop. He was a cop outside of being Conrad Drive. Aruto's the president of a company. They don't have lives outside the office. Counts. You never saw his outside life. (laughs) Yes, we did. He liked to lie down in the park and eat milk candies when he was depressed. Like like Koda. Koda from Guy. He freaking lived with his sister. He did daytime jobs. We at least in episode two and no other time. Yeah, and then he got but fired we, from all of his jobs because he tried to yeah, use his own yeah, writer powers. We at least knew. And then the juice bar dude was no. like, it's okay, I'll just pretend you work here. But at least 
I'll mean, pay you for saving the city! Godai. That's what, that, that was my first example. Godai, we saw him do everything. Uh, Shoichi, he did cooking. He was, a, he was their he housekeeper. <laughs> Shoichi, do you have... His your... job was being a homemaker. <laughs> yeah, he was a homemaker. Do you have your memories? Oh, no, I don't. Episode 30, when he regains his memory. I remember when I, was, when I ran away from home, I had tomatoes, and that's why I loved them. A few hours later, just the main chick going down into the kitchen. Whoa! Wait! What? <laughs> hours later, she's like, wait a minute! I was told to Nagito that he had, like, unknown sense, so you just see, like, Oh, by the way, that's Mana-chan. Use her name. I know. She is the second greatest woman of Kong. She had the 2007 Best Ass in Japan. She did. Yep. Uh, anyways, so oh, sorry. so we got so yeah we got a better close up of the slash riser and God it's a fucking cool ass like I, 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 I still I still dislike that the progress key slot just sticks out of it. I I like that and I like I like that it's just a solid red color. It looks so nice. Where, I mean, where, it's a translucent red, not a solid red. So, so that makes it's all red. So that makes, You're all red. That makes eight drivers now. Yes. Jeebus. Um. Yeah, too I'm many get, belts. I'm too I'm many, many belts. belts. I'm, get, I'm getting it. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Okay, if this up. wasn't the Rue Soldier finale, I would say just make the Brady Bunch, except it's like different. The Brady yeah. belts. Yeah, yeah the, the Brady, Brady belts. Belts. Just different belts. <laughs> this reference isn't dated, and we don't care who knows. <laughs> Vulcan, Vulcan, Vulcan. I'm sure I can fit in the YouTube version. Yeah. Uh, so we, yeah, so he uses his heat slots, the Inferno Wing Burning Rain. And I just think that is an awesome name for a heat yeah, Burning Rain? I wonder why, why rain? I burning rain. Why Tropical Cream will clear that right up. It's Kamen Rider Jin and he's going to bring the pain. Burning Rain. Wow. Burning. Timely. Yeah, right? Okay, yeah, take it on. back. The Brady Bunch is not the most timely. Wow. <laughs> hang on. That's... I just don't get why it's rain when it's a fire theme for Rain of Fire! I'm gonna rain fire on you in a fucking second! Yeah, that shut you up! <laughs> You're like, why is it I'm like, rain fire. You're correct, but fuck you! I, I, I wanna save that as an God audio bless clip the rains now. down and out. Oh, we're in Japan, that's right. Just what you just said, I wanna save that as an audio bite. So do it. I will. Haha, <laughs> ha, I've tricked Gar into listening to the episode! I wish people animated these episodes. They're so good. It's well, so I mean, we had that one moment where I lost my shit. Derp, 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 fuck him. Yeah, that one derp, moment in episode. Hellfire says some other subs translated as rain as in R-E-I-G-N. Like, no. like, like a rain as in like an era? Yeah. Or as like the reign of a king. No. The Age of Ultron? Hon- oh, guys, honestly, it was kind of as, like a weekend. as much as that solves my problem, I think that makes less sense. Yeah. That does kind of make less sense. Um, and yeah, so Jin has like these new human gear earpiece things, because he's the evolved one. Yeah, we, and yeah. I, like, I like that they actually thought he was human, and then like Izu scans him, it's like, no, nah, he's still human gear. <laughs> You're human. <laughs> You're human. You could have been a giant robot. I wish, I wish Andros was actually a giant lizard alien. I think that would have been cool. That would have been. He should have been an alien. Just, just in the last episode, right as he's about to destroy the, the the pod, he just like reveals his true form. Do you know what actually baffles me now? I'm sorry to go off topic for a second, but we had a show called Power Rangers in Space, and we didn't have the fucking alien rangers in that season. Uh, that should have crossed over. I'm pretty sure they showed up at one scene when everyone was fighting everyone. They, yeah, they showed up at the end no, of the season. I don't know if that counts if everyone else the Turtles crossover should have teamed up with the alien rangers. Well, Lane. I don't want that timeline. Lane. Lane. I do. Lane. What? It was their final... At that time, it was their final season. Do you really think they had the money to 
get those actors back. Yes. No, they didn't. Yes. <laughs> Had them in suit or something. I don't care. They did. You know what I mean, though. I want, like, a proper crossover. What are you talking about? We got a turbo <laughs> Alien Ranger crossover with Diva Talks beating the shit out of them. But Alien Ranger! Yeah! That Anyways. wasn't even the same voice actor. I know it wasn't. Um, that's how much That's how much Power Rangers doesn't care about the Alien Rangers. So basically, the episode ends with uh, Horby and Jin going back to the Ark. And Horby's like, I'm proud of you, son. Saban doesn't care about the Alien Rangers. Your name's Jin. I like says when they're coming back that it's, it's, it's a cameo, but, you know, they call it waste of money. That's just Horby. Your name's Jin. You like lasagna. So basically, Jin turns around and goes, uh, I've, I am here to betray you, father. Jin, <laughs> no! Glock. Go, go, gadget gun! And then he, he, he cocks his Glock. And he walks into the camera. Robot Glock. And he walks into the camera. Glock. Robot wait, wait, Glock. Wait, <laughs> He holds out a gun, and he points it straight at the camera. No, he walks it towards the camera. Oh, shit, that? Yeah. That's, That's like a... Mess with the Jin, you get thrown in the bin? <laughs> Expecting the fucking laugh so hard at that. <laughs> that's good. Thank you. That, Someone draw that. That's your title of the episode. No. Just mess with the gin, you end up in the bin. <laughs> the recycle bin. Oh. I think, I think that that's a lot better than me doing the um the uh, DK rap thing with the he's got style and he's got ears. This guy is one tough gear. Wow. I feel like he mess with Jim. Jim. We don't do ride watches anymore, Gar. I wasn't expecting it to make a sound. I thought we took all the batteries out of this. You you weren't expecting it to make a sound. We took all the batteries out of them. Which house do you think you live in? We took the batteries out of them earlier. No, he took the ones out of the ones he was shipping to someone. Uh, Uh. What about this one? Just pull out another one. Stop! Not the extra loud one. Also, also, did we talk about how like Jin had the burning falcon key on chain? Oh no, yeah. that was, that so was weird. Like, normal. I hope that the actual it's not going to, but I I hope that the burning falcon key actually comes with like an attachable chain, so you can just like keep. Uh, I want a chain that can just be attached to any progress key. Maybe it's magnetic. Uh, it's that would be cool. Same progress key, right? Same shape. Yeah. Same shape. Uh, I could probably take this off, add like a clip around it. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe. Add, like, I can't a... wait to get the. But then it wouldn't fit in the driver. Well, well, as long as you at least. Actually, add... maybe it would. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I can't wait to get the spinning cheetah key things going. Oh yeah, the Narikiri set. Yep. Oh yeah, I heard about that set. It. That, that sounds hilarious. Kind of, sounds kind of stupid. It is stupidly stupid. awesome. That's the point. I'm getting it. Oh, of course you are. Yeah. That should be that should be a web comic shirt. I'm gonna get. Of course you are. Yeah. Um, all of us in unison, of course you are. So after Jin gives Vulcan a proper shit-kicking, he tells him that his motive is to give all the human ears free will. So this is just turning into iRobot. It's like, it's, like it's like a kid like reading like a report in class. My name's Comrade Jin, and my dream is to free all the human ears. Thank I want you. them all to be my friends. Uh, Rub-a-dub-dub. Thanks for the grub. Jen, this is the seventh Falcon you brought in this week. <laughs> no, no. 
Burning Falcon. Zero One, this is the eighth belt you brought into this show. Yeah. <laughs> Scrum! Oh my god, her. Oh, Mrs. Krabappel. Oh, Mrs. I forgot what it's her name. It's not Krabappel. No, it's not Krabappel. Simpsons. Yeah, it's Crandall. Um, I don't remember her name either. Oh, this is Buggy Me Teacher from Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, Jimmy. Oh, this is Buggy Me. Well, I remember from Angela and Economy, Mrs. Brinks. Miss oh. Grundy. Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Grundy. <laughs> That's Archie. Tom, I what, remember Miss Brinks. What did you think of the episode? It was okay. I'm just I found that as much as they tried to make it seem like hey we're back on the plot and shit it just it was just this was a dirty clip show a, a, a dirty clip episode <laughs> with a good fight in it disguised to be not a clip episode wait, wait. yeah and I felt that even like other than the re- like basically even the reveals were like same shit again yeah Jin remember him he's back horror beat look he's back in pog form <laughs> And it's like in bin form. And it's like, what about you, Fua? I'm still angry about the Human Gears thing. What about you, Arto? I'm still mad that they're trying to take over my business. I like what about you? Here. What about you? Uh, uh, what about you, uh, Thouser? Oh, I don't really have anything to do here. Okay. What about you? What about you? Uh, you, uh, I don't know. I don't have anything to do in this episode. It just this was literally a dirty clip episode disguised as plot. I love how both like. But it also did say a lot of explain a lot of things. A lot of it was stuff we'd heard before, but it was good to get it all summarized in order for our show to learn it all. But I love I how like I watched the episode before you showed up, and then you watched the episode, and both of us realized at the exact same moment during separate viewings. Wait, this is a clip show. It was when they started talking about Zaya forming aims, and you see the clips of Fuga turning into base form Vulcan. At that exact moment, both of us during separate watchings went, This is a clip show! It's just, you know what? It's just, we've had like fucking like eight episodes of shameless filler, one episode of kind of plot, and then more kind of plot. Disguise, you know, like like right within a clip show. Yeah, and I'm and then I'm just like, oh, and then it's like at the end. By the way. Firefighters next. We're back to the competition, and I'm just in my head going, "Fuck, oh, fuck oh. you, comp, fuck that's, you, Aruto, that, fuck a- you, Fua, fuck Thousand, you're okay. okay, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're okay, fuck you, fuck you, I quit." Oh. Wait, wait, that's a that's a that's a neat parallel. Next episode's about firefighters, and it's also the first week of Cure Major and the Red Rangers. Mech is a fire truck. Oh my god, that's a that's, that's a coincidence. That's a. Also, I don't. I don't know if I've mentioned this on air yet. I may have, but this is the first episode since Thouser debuted that he actually hasn't been in a suit for. What? Yeah. Wait, is he just wearing like? He's stre- like, I'm like, not like stretch pants he, he and just like. Didn't join them like, for the rest just, of the episode. Like he's just loafing around. So, like they, like they went up to him and they asked he's got him like, like a Scott Pilgrim jacket going on. Like they went up to him there. They asked him, "It's like, oh, what, what do you know more about Ark? You made that damn thing." Mm-hmm. It, it, it was, it he, just did, he just didn't feel like answering them. It, it just came off as like, I'm not participating in this fucking clip show. <laughs> it's like, that's I, I'm, I'm your guy's problem. <laughs> I'm, worrying, I'm worrying about buying your company. Okay, Lane. Yes? So I decided that I had to move the uh, ARC satellite, uh-huh. and I'm half moving it, but now it's kind of broken in half, and I'm kind of digging it. Yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah, so the one in the sky is going to be perfect, but the one down here is broken. Well, cool. guys, we already know how... Zero one's gonna end, right? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's Isaac from Orville. That's pretty good. 
I remember that being like sells. I want to watch that show, but it's not on fucking anything that I have. I can send you a link to where I watched it. Yeah, is it like a stupid advertising thing that if I don't have ad blocker, it's gonna wreck my day? Uh, I don't remember. I probably maybe had to close like one window. Or you can just buy the DVDs. Or that they're pretty cheap. Support them for official release. Well, no, I want to stream it somewhere. Like I'll pay to stream it, but I don't want to buy physicals. Why not? I don't know if I like the show or not. Kaboom! Kaboom! Oh, that would be another movie. Oh yeah, that's true. And now, oh no, it's a super Helen. Super The final. Gosh, shit! Yeah, that kind of felt very underwhelmed. No joke, that's how I kind of felt about this. That's how I feel about Zero One right now. Uh, so can I briefly talk about some 47 since I wasn't here for it? Yes. I'm uh, going to allow this. I thought <laughs> it was going to be better, and it wasn't. Oh, and right. better yet, that kind of sums up the show. Well, you don't <laughs> have to look at it anymore? Yeet. Well, no, I'll, I'll go back to it one day when I, whenever I do the history of Super Sentai. <laughs> Look at the Sentai. It looks like dangerous, like a little kid made it. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, uh, so yeah, here we are, everyone. This, this kind of feels very underwhelming. Then again, best way to describe this show. Uh, underwhelming. I, I thought it was a pretty satisfying end. I was adequately whelmed. We'll we'll get into thoughts on the overall series afterwards, but right now we're talking specifically about this episode. Yeah, episode forty-seven. Yeah, yeah, Tom, you're you're catching up. Episode forty-seven was beautiful, bittersweet. Had great performances. It had very little battle, which it need, it just had so much story, and it reminded you what you care about, which is that these characters are great. What they lack in plot, they have in charm and character development because, well, look at how much character development that the Power Rangers got. Like, one of them, maybe? Yeah, you know what? I will agree with you that Resoldier's strong point is its characters. What characters? They're all archetypes. They never... Have you watched Sentai? Archetypes yes, can be fun. one of them. Just because they're archetypes doesn't mean they're not interesting. But, yeah. like... Not, it's, it's not every show has to fucking be unique and original with its writing. It can just have some good characters that we've oh, seen. They're, they're all Bamba. I prefer them. Yeah, they're Bamba Ranger. It's all Bamba. Oh, I prefer wow, them to be original right? in their writing. Oops, all Bambas. Oops, oh, great Bamba. They are all Bamba. Oops, all Bamba. Yeah. God bless. I'm keeping the gray one. That's awesome. Of course you are. Yeah, uh, I am. La la la, look Bamba. <laughs> so. Ba, we didn't ba, make that ba, joke ba. once, did we? So I'm pretty sure I made the Baba ba, Bamba joke. joke. Yeah, I think. Uh, dang, thank you, Kaga. Right. Yeah. Oh, they look the good. Um, okay, so this episode starts with the three Megazords trying to give Super Helen a run for her money, and they probably get their shit kicked in. I keep but, forgetting uh, to call her Helen. Yeah. Uh, kudos, Super Helen. Kudos to them for doing something creative with the Megazord <laughs> fight, and with Sorry. that being having it filmed outside. They let them out of their cage to go <laughs> run around with the with the but, wild megazords. Like it was filmed in like <laughs> like it was filmed with like natural lighting and like with some good uh with some good camera work. So I'm like, oh wow, that was pretty good. Alright, maybe this maybe this Try holding your breath for a bit, Emily, that works for me. Okay, sorry. Emily ends up passing out. <laughs> Emily 
Emily. What? Emily. What? Boo! He called the person for like a minute beforehand. He tried to yell into his headset when the audio comes through our mic. So did you just scare everyone but me? Scare Pete. Come here, people. I don't know why I keep. I apologize for that. Like sincerely, I apologize for that because I don't know why. I took my headphones out to do that. Okay, if the holding breath doesn't work, do what the grump suggested. Close your eyes and and. Put your finger like very close to your eyelid and try and just like touch a hair. The way oh. of the way to stop it is actually to think to try to force yourself to hiccup because it causes your diaphragm to reset. So you're giving your hiccups reverse psychology. Do what I do. Basically. Just take a large sip of water oh. and just oh, fucking do, do, and hiccup it all over your desk. Do what I do. Scream. <laughs> I mean, Anyways, the other so yeah, thing that uh, always works is eating peanut butter, but I can't really do that. If, you know if I knew how to take care of the hiccups, do you think I would be lying here listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> My advice to you, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're having five minutes worth of fun talking about hiccups rather than research. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, oh. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to oh, do this. Oh god, that snort just made my head all dizzy. So, so, so they had to, yeah. so they had to sacrifice the Kishi Ryu to like we, we, the which we knew was coming. They yeah. they very clearly said we have to use the Kishi Ryu's power to reseal Helen, so we knew this yeah. was coming. Also, God give it up for them. Holy shit, they actually kept on their promise of sealing of giving yeah. up the Zords. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah, they're dead. Well, they're not dead. They're just sealed. They're hanging out with Ankh in that place where we'll, we'll be brought back eventually. We'll, we'll come back for the crossovers. Will we see them? Yeah, give it another year for the crossover. Yeah. If there's a crossover. Every time there was like, a, they lost the swords or they lost their powers, I was like, they'll be back again, crossover. But he waved goodbye and said, don't you cry. I'll be back again. The versus movie. Yeah, <laughs> now forget, I'm drunk. I like man. how that suggests that there will be a Frosty the Snowman versus movie at some point. <laughs> Frosty versus Super Sentai. Well, the, well there's Frosty meets plus Common Rider plus Frozen. Christmas in July. Frosty. Yeah, I know. I've seen that, but soldiers? it's not really a versus movie. Featuring Devon. It's a versus. Frosty versus Rudolph. You know what? Where's my death battle of Frosty versus Rudolph? <laughs> Someone will shop that. Uh. But the really funny thing is, like, Helen gets into this whole spiel. She gets, like, drops all pretense and just goes, You humans fight and contaminate the land and I must purify you. Chris, Chris, itchy. Five words or less. Or seven words or less. You humans are bad guys. Nailed it. Yep, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That's, that's oh, a, my God. That's kind of an in-joke. <laughs> I actually been making my players stick to it in D and D because they keep trying to say these monologues. I'm like, you have seven words. Yeah. What did you start doing? You it, started well, it, it, it was, he started monologue. It was five words. Nailed it. it was just my self commentary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what happened to Hero Cup? It's coming back. It's coming back. Eventually. I don't know if anyone cared. Of course I, we care. I, we love doing it. Every single I week, I'm like, when's Hero Cup? Well, I thought that people weren't watching it. Somebody told me nobody was watching it. I don't know. I That's have to all of our content. There's, there's oh, people show up to it. Oh, okay. True. Yeah. Well, we could do Hero Cast again. Um. Sorry, I didn't whenever, interrupt. Whenever Hero Cast isn't on screen, people should be asking, "Where's Hero Cast?" 
Oh, is that the Poochie reference? Yeah. <laughs> you first reference, you bastard. I was doing Poochie, but yeah, that too. Oh, I thought you were referencing how, like, where's Steven? We don't have to know that here for him. No, but that also. Um, but yeah, Helen gets super preachy about the environment, being an environmental purist and all that. Yeah, Helen was like, you started fighting the, 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 the Druidons. How dare you? Fighting bad. You have stolen my future. Oh my god. Yeah, you have stolen Is Helen Greta Thornburg <laughs> given mega size? How dare you? Were they fighting climate change all along? Pretty I much. shouldn't be up here. <laughs> I love Greta Thornburg, but I had to make a joke. I, I'm yeah. just could be worse. I could be Excite Oil. I'm just Do you fucking see what they did? They fucking drew child pornography of the Greta oh. Thornburg for their logo. I yeah. heard about that. That's I heard there was a Greta Thornburg doll of some sort made. So, so there's like, uh, she, so she's like uh, Don Cheadle's Captain Planet. Tree, 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 tree. I love Blaze. <laughs> Helen took the swords in the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> she has so to see the pla- she has to see the planet's manager. So Co gets the caliber and he like. Thrusts it into Super oh, Helen. And yeah, that they tr- after they try to steal Helen with the Zord's power, it isn't enough. Yeah, it breaks it off inside of her. They get the caliber about halfway in. Uh, That's what she said. Yeah. And then Ko just sacri- sacrifices everyone's powers to get a giant blade of light. And I'd make a Final Fantasy fourteen reference, but I don't want to spoil shit for Tom. It seemed more like a Kirby um, Final Fantasy. That was a great moment. Like I was like I'm I was watching that. Like, I was still in my, my Uber, and I was like, holy shit. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, you know, a lot of endings are pretty much the same way. Like, you know, just, we're going to attack with, you know, we're going to get in the Zords. We're going to hit it really hard while we talk about our feelings. Whereas this yeah, one felt the like they had real stakes. Like, like, right away. It actually felt real that they were, they were shit out of luck. That they were in a lot of trouble. And they literally were like, well... We we need to win by any means, and we will sacrifice anything. My one my one problem is it was Ko by himself. Isn't Sentai supposed to be out teamwork? Sentai yes, but it's well, it's too much. But unfortunately, yeah. this it's is just like pure lovely yeah. being the Where only one who goes Red up. Range. Final fight. Not let's not everyone talk at once. Red Sorry, Ranger is the that. mascot of the franchise, so unfortunately, sure, but have they, everyone else well, behind him. He fucking died. He's dead for half the episode. <laughs> who was carrying the rest of the episode? Fucking Asuna! Asuna carried that fucking episode. And you know what she was carrying for the whole thing? Her and Bomba? The whole fucking show. <laughs> but I like Ko. Because Ko is awesome. Yeah, so Ko got his moment with the giant blade of light and and then promptly fucking died. <laughs> Except like, he was like, like in um, the void, though. I like their... Uh, he was in the Helen space. I'll be in the clip their, show their episode. The clip show it. space. Sorry? I like their reaction to it. Like when... Uh, when Ko yeah, got stabbed, just like, like those like eyes widen Asuna legit like her scream felt authentic. Like yeah. it did. Like, it oh was like shit. a real scream of was, terror. And... It was, but at the same time, I was like, you're screaming right in his face, dude. Right as he's dying. <laughs> well, that's how they woke up Tony Stark after he fell from the <laughs> yeah, fell from that, space. Wow. <gasps> It, that's what did happen. Tony was dead. Then these, Hulk, like, these restarted last... his heart. Oh, Itchy, at an emergency, do you have a switch plug? Uh, Yeah. Because I'm building this fucking arc. 
I'm hoping to have it done by the end. But the thing is, I don't know if any of you guys play in Minecraft, have you ever flooded something? It's a hit and miss thing. Um, I, oh, it's hard to I have isn't long enough, you'd have to leave it here to charge. Oh, shit. Alright, I guess I'll finish this later. But these last two episodes... Here, plug this in. It's you get it right now. Okay. These last two episodes really feel like the director has turned to Asuna and went, Okay, now you can act. Wait, really? <laughs> then I love it. Because she's shown more emotion in these last two episodes that was that felt genuine than probably the rest of the show. Genuine, but out of character a bit. But then again, what character? That's not nice. She has a lot of characters. She's what actually character? one of those okay. She likes food. Okay, okay. She likes Guys, food. to be serious, Asuna had some things to her that was more than just food. She was very happy and happy-go-lucky, excited about stuff. She got very, like, upset when people would, like, poke fun at her, and she had traits to her. She's so. also one of the only characters that doesn't have an emo moment where they run off and do something stupid because they just can't deal. Yeah, because the writers didn't know how to write that for her. No, because she's a fucking strong character. I worked with both her and Melto. They've got to figure it out. I just wish the show had remembered more consistently that she was strong. Yeah. Uh, when it did, it was, it was pretty great, though. Yeah. You know what it feels like? This is a show that got, got fucked over by a committee at the beginning because they fired the fucking crew. They're like, we need you to make awesome now! And they're like, okay, well, we got some ideas. Not right now! It feels like a Sentai call. Like, we need awesome writing now! Yeah. And the thing is, yeah, the show got off to a rough start. But I think by the end, it became, and I'm giving it my final, it became a good, solid Sentai. I would say that it's better than Tokyuture. I would say that it's, uh... Oh. Make, make, make sure, as Ichi says... Yeah, hey, I love Tokyuture. I love Tokyuture. However, I found Tokyuture's characterizations to be very weak. All of the characters were practically interchangeable except for Red. The problem with that was... Unfortunately, they that were, was, weren't they? Unfortunately, you know that what? was just the result of the fact that they were, in fact, children. Tokyuger had very weak rangers, but very strong villains. Yeah. This had very strong rangers, but inconsistently weak villains. Meaning it, that there were good ones. Awesome. Crayon was awesome. Crayon and Wizeru, the only good the villains, survived. Yeah. Mm. I mean, based on the design of his shorts, I'm pretty sure Crayon's a guy. But no, I mean, a god! Like, the oh. villains... Yeah, the villains... Um, Not a guy. <laughs> luckily, the only good villain survived. Yeah, Crayon and Wizeru. Funny, I didn't see Tank Joe there. Tank Joe was okay, but I don't know if I'd call him great. Is Gun George okay? No, he's oh no, dead. he died. Both oh, died. Both Gun George. Gun George and the cooler Gun George both died. <laughs> Technically, that guy, the knife guy, uh, survived because we never saw him get killed. Oh, Yabasword? No, yeah. he did. When did we see him get killed? It was off screen. I remember him chasing them around last episode, but I don't remember what happened. Yeah, it's like uh, somebody's awake and you never see him again. Oh, giant Helen obliterated them. Oh, all with, right. With, with when Helen city. when Helen went nuts with her uh, consenticles, as in no one consenticles. And yeah, Precious is also alive. Yeah, fucking Some why? Fucking why? Why would they have Precious survive? What possible purpose could that serve? Oh my god, Blaze! Creon is the king piece. He's the most important, but he's the weakest piece. Except Yabasword was clearly designed after a king. Yeah, but he didn't act like a king. He actually acted 
Uh, what do you mean? He acted like a spoiled baby who just wanted to play with his toys. That sounds pretty king-like. That's true. <laughs> crayon's a pawn. That's all I meant. Yeah. No, Crayon's not a pawn. The Numpties are the pawns. Yeah, the Dorans are the pawns. Oh, you mean the mooks that yes. did nothing? I think that Crayon is his own thing. Crayon, oh, actually, he's, Crayon he's, is the promoted pawn. He's a pawn that made it to the other He's not a Druidon. He's from a different planet. He doesn't have one of those little emblems on him. He was just someone who was... Per, uh, like appropriated by the druidons for their purposes. Did they cultural appropriate like, him? Oh, let's basically because at the end, Wiser was like, "Let's go to your planet." Yeah, and he's like, "Okay." They just get back there. Oh, look! It's the reject. <laughs> They're all Creon is the friends we made no, along no, the way. No, because no. he makes the friends no, along no. the way. Creon's shiny. Oh, yeah. Like, everyone else is, like, reverse colors. Yeah. They're pink with green shorts. Yeah. Where he's... Ooh, it's Mr. Green Slime. Yeah. You make minosaurs. Everyone else makes plus sores. Finally, <laughs> plus sores. <laughs> to me, that's been going around to test, too. Just finally, full quartzer. Finally, pe- creatures that, that bring out the good in people. <laughs> Like, he was banished from his planet because he was a mutant that only created negativity. So, yeah, so, like, Ko's, Ko's like, trapped in, like, purgatory or something. I call it the hell in space. Yeah. Or, the, or then, alternatively, the coupon zone. I, I guess I missed what exactly <laughs> happened, but, like, apparently they, like, Ko convinced Ko, Ko, or someone convinced Helen to just go... Alright, I'm out, bye! So, so Helen's whole deal was that humanity was evil and contaminated the land. And From my perspective, you're evil! Yeah. And so Ko, from the inside, and the others, from the outside, double-team her with this friendship morale speech about humans and future and destiny and we make our own whatever. And apparently that just convinces her to go, well... My work is done! Oh, dear Pop Sound. Thank you. And she just uninstalls herself from the earth and dies. Like, it reminds me of. She just decided, like, I'm just gonna leave now. It was weird. So, and now I'm gonna this... return to my home planet. It reminds me no, of. No, this... she was killed on the way back to her home it planet. It reminds me of the villain. <laughs> The villain from Fallout Three, who's this? Who's the president of the of Hellenheim? The, I like that yeah, voice. Is the, is the president of the Capital Wasteland, President Eden, John Eden, and uh, voiced by Malcolm McDowell, mind you. So it's fucking awesome. And oh god! He, and so you you meet him. He's a computer, and you're able to talk to him for like several minutes. And you can, if you're, if you have high enough persuasion, you can actually convince him to kill himself and <laughs> shut up himself off. It's great, and I, I successfully did it. With the big Helen, I'm winning again! Now I am leaving Earth for no reason! That's literally what that was. That's what that was. <laughs> I can't believe the Sentai ended with the villain deciding, well, I'm done. Bye! Yeah, you guys make a fair fair point. They, they, be, they, 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 <laughs> used their, they used the Sentai, generic Sentai speech to defeat the villain. And yet, they, and they, they, usually you get that speech and then they go into some kind of like clusterfuck beam form and all the swords are back. And I like yeah, that this one's that like... that didn't happen. Because the, the whole then thing is the villain... jumped into the... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, that's okay. I was interrupted again and silenced, so go ahead. No, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, Emily. Go ahead. I just was gonna say everyone sort of jumped into the void and all held. Cool. Right, go ahead, Tom. Uh, I'm good. 
But, like, I can't believe this. I don't think I've seen another show in all of Tokusatsu where they defeated the villain with a speech. They logiced it out of existence. And that's why it's awesome. I don't know how I feel about that besides flabbergasted. I don't know if that's good or bad, and I don't know if I like it or hate it. You know, I, I may have. You it. know what Sentai reminds me of that ending? None. Exactly, uh, and that's awesome. No, there there have been some endings, like Live Man's. So ending. when Code when like came back to life, I don't know why, but this this like you have to click on when it comes up, but you have to click on. This is what it reminded me of. Just fucking. So the princess fucking kisses Sonic back to life. Oh, God. <laughs> Come back to us, Sonic. To uh, me. You're missing the Evanescence song. Oh. Wake me up. Uh, wake me up, Nintendo. Uh, here, okay, Go, can't so, wake up. So, uh, oh, fuck. That movie ruined Sonic for me. You know what? Here's a... This might be a good analogy for this final episode. It felt hollow. It felt like a hollow victory. I don't agree. I mean, it did end up with them actually losing their Zord friends for reals, at least for now. I think the whole, there's been an ongoing thing about sacrifice, and it's not about, you know, it's not about destruction. It's about what they were willing to give up to stand up for what they believed in. Yeah. And they sacrificed it, and it was enough. If they had sac- a lot of times people, they sacrifice everything, and then it's like, through the power of friendship, we have our powers again. In fact, this was the least hollow victory that I can think of in recent Super Sentai, because it literally, they put their money where their mouth is, and they sacrifice their powers, but not at the cost of their friends, not at the cost of what they believed in. They gave up their power. I will say, one thing I was kind of expecting them to do that they didn't, which surprised me, was just at the end, just, oh, look, Nana's back. Oh. They were kind of hinting at for a second. At the end there. of it, you see Ko visiting like the, his yeah. his ghost with the fucking Max Claw sitting there. So I think it was yeah, just his well ghost. Just... I but that wasn't and that wasn't explicitly Nada is back. He'll come back in the V Cinema. Fucking probably. Yeah, there is a cinema. You... Uh, they said they are making one. Oh no! Usually at the end of like when they do the Red Ranger handshake, there would have been some sort of like thing in the bumper, or, like in the banner, being like yeah. V Cinema coming. Oh, okay, in I read I, like I heard somewhere that they were uh, they announced they were making one. It was rumored for a bit. But oh, okay, I, I, okay, that was a rumor. It, it would have been announced by now. Also, like during the period when Ko was dead, it was kind of funny just seeing Melt decide to take up his. His soul can and dual wield them. Like you're not the. And then they like they, they did the roll call and everything, and he like even left a gap in their lineup for him. Yeah, that was, was awesome. Worst was... final henshin ever. I don't agree. I thought I had it's tears. Not the worst I've Literal seen. tears in my eyes. It's not the worst I've seen. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that one because like it wasn't a proper henshin. It was just them walking and then like. Like, and okay. glowing sand just, like, co- well, like comes on how I, how Glowing I, sand? Yeah, I guess so. How I saw it was, like, it's not the worst I've seen. It, it's... I, I will say that if they had done the proper engine with, like, the dancing night figures, it would have ruined the scene. Well, no, exactly. Like, that's why. I at least would... the point. I would have at least enjoyed it, like, 
while they're walking, suit comes on first. That's exactly. Then the, then the helmet isn't on first, but then they're like Russo blue, and then the helmet. That's comes exactly on. what I was thinking because so many Sentai have that last episode where they fight without Helmetless, their helmets. Helmetless, oh. Helmetless oh, they're everywhere. All these nits you're picking, they're flying around. <laughs> no. but, have you seen this show? It's what we do. <laughs> but it's like I, I think you both went into this going, I don't fucking care what it is. I fucking hate this series, and I, I don't. don't I, I won't say shit. I, I won't say I, I hate. Take one shit. I'm not gonna yeah. say I hate it. I it's... never. I never hate anything. Hate is too much of a strong word. I give it an eight out of ten. I really enjoyed this series. All I'll say is that I feel like this series had gigantic maximum amounts of potential to become my new favorite because of the night theme. Uh, like there was, there was so much in it that I was looking forward to, and I feel like not all of that potential was lived up to. It, like I've been saying from episode one, they didn't go hard enough with the night motif. There wasn't enough team Hisatsus. We got a couple, but it was definitely less than ten. Maybe less than five. Maybe five. It felt flat. The 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 dinosaurs growing bigger right away was too much of an occurrence you know what i mean but yeah, the gradual growing at the beginning was neat yeah I, I mean i guess we can already i guess are we done with the finale do we want to just um ultraman jack showed up one more time and photos goatee we got Ui. I, I didn't recognize him and i thought that was someone else <laughs> then i had to explain to you oh no he like once in a while he just gets rid of his goatee and he looks like a completely different also, person also it's cute because like toa wanted to like go world traveling and so where did Bob, that Bob, come so, from no, well no it's just always been his thing uh, Ultra- has it ever been mentioned before no, these has, two episodes I don't remember it. Um, so, so Bombo was being really fucking adorable and was just like, just like, I want you to leave. I love you, Nissan. You have a light inside you. Toa's like, I don't have... I'll be back. You be good and fucking socialize. No, you need to socialize. And not through stabbing. Well, he can't. They lock their fucking. They chain their swords up. So yeah, they, they put their swords in the stone. And I like, I see it. And that happened. I'm like, but, and the, but Bombo and the stab. And the chainsaw. Yeah, they chained up their swords, put them back into the stone. There was this gorgeous memorial of all the the swords, and also this year, ah! and also the location they were in was totally the top of Pandora yeah, Tower. Pandora. <laughs> Just as they're all walking away, it's also where they so, did the the summoning at the end of Wizard. Oh they, yeah, I've seen so many things in there. But but it's like like as they're all walking away, just they all start going their own separate directions. Wait, were we actually any friends? <laughs> I thought the point of breaking out of the illusion was so that we could be friends and hang out with each other. And then they all just do their separate things. Yeah, they right. just sort of go uh-huh. separate You do realize that at several points during this series, every one of those things was discussed as a thing of, what would you do after the war with the Druidons is over? And each one of them said what they would do. And that's fine. No, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with that. Just because, like, they're I, going off to do their own thing just means, like, we've, you know, it's not that we're not being friends. It's like, well, we've finally well, done this no, thing. Well, well, no. Let's go do our own things yeah. instead of doing our duty. Tom, I wasn't being serious. I was making a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Kanalo's off to get laid again, as yeah. he, as a Kanalo do. Ne- we never saw that water tribe. Yeah. Uh, to- uh, well, the water tribe was like... Uh, was like Kanalo's credibility. It never really existed in the first place. Oof. I fucking hate Kanalo. Like in the previous <laughs> episode, I'm just like, 
Canelo, shut the fuck up. Yeah, how? What were what were your thoughts on the fact that Canelo was like, "No, put me back in the dream. I want to get married." All right, fuck you, Cipher. Let's just uh, let's move on. <laughs> I looked at that literally. It's like I'll put you all back in. It's like, and Asu's like, "What the fuck?" Asu's like, "That's not our dreams. You can't speak for us." And just had this fucking amazing monologue. Yeah, I, and I'm, I, I mentioned this last week as well, but I think it's absolutely funny that the reason they were like, "No, we don't want to be in the dream," is because their friends weren't there. I just wanted so bad for Co to just pop up and went, Nada was in mine. Yeah. His his fantasy was just to be friends with Nada and no one else. <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah, right? <laughs> and, and the dad. Yeah. And, and oh, yeah, and dad. also to keep freeloading off Ui's dad, but not Ui. Yeah. She's not in there. Speaking of Ui, she comes back from America. Yeah. I swear they filmed that when they were... Like when they wrote her out when she was sick, because she looks like shit still. Yeah, kind of. I think it's just like we she need does? one little scene. Well, she she had way too much makeup on. Yeah, it, it's either way too much makeup. Or, I don't know about you guys, but her face looked more pudgy. And that's exactly what I thought. It did, yeah. Well, because it looked like she was sick, like right? Her. Like sick and, and yeah, scary. right. I almost thought it wasn't her again. Yeah, so I think they were just like, okay, well, you know, hey, we're going to have you in the studio for one last shoot day to write you out and shoot you coming back at the end. I mean, because how long do you think that took to shoot? Like, maybe a minute? Yeah. I mean, plus they had her, like, in, like, a a disguise-level outfit, like, with a hat and sunglasses. She's also in a wig. Yeah. She's in a wig? I just love that last week we got news that Ryu Soldier was getting adapted, and this week was Ui comes back from America. To tell us about America. Yeah. Oh, they just announced this toy fair. You don't have... I don't have to tell you about America. You're all going! What? All expenses paid. All expenses paid trip to America. What, what if Ryu Soldier's adaptation was just they dubbed it? Oh, I don't think they'd ever Also, that we got to see a wall of all these photo albums of them doing jumping stuff. Bomba. Got jumping Bomba! I can't believe it. One of the photos was Jumping Bomba. Jumping Bomba. What's Jumping Bomba again? So in the ending, one of the endings, during like one of the parts in the ending, you just see them like jump, and you just see Bomba just <laughs> seriously awkward pose. Someone has to have a picture of Jumping Bomba somewhere. Come on. They, they took it out when Kanala was added to the ending. So we a were all like completely stoic. We were all ripped jumping bomba, but it was in Did the I first version of the ending. Lines? Yes. And then we saw it there it, the, in the photo album, the shot of them all jumping. And we're Jump. just like, oh my god, jumping bomba lives! She went to sell Rhea Soldier to Hasbro. She was the one uh... Yeah, thanks to her. Yeah. Um Uh Dinosaur Poop. Oh yeah, so no, fox poop. poop. Oh yeah, it was. It said it was poop. fox poop in the one I. Oto, I was hoping it was gonna be poop. Oto, Mel, and poop. Tatsui become a team of archaeologists and go digging for shit. And by shit, Literally. I mean fox shit. It's funny because <laughs> Russo Blue's actor wants to become a lawyer. Oh, so Ghost of Black? Yeah. Cool. But like, he only did this just to pay for his like schooling. Oh, so Ghost of Black? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Are we still not friends? No, just. Bamba and Toa. Well, looks like we're gonna have to not see each other, brother. Yeah, just Kazumi and Isami. Hey, assholes! It's our thing! <laughs> so, Asuna apparently decides to open a school which takes place at the castle from episode 2 of Eggs Aid. Yep. And Kanalo apparently. They got like five locations in <laughs> this, man. Kanalo apparently shows up as like a guest speaker and he starts trying to teach young children about love and marriage. 
Love and marriage. It's an institute you can't disparage. Ted Bundy, wow, your local gentry. He will tell you it's elementary. Wow. I want Ted Bundy to be the Gold Ranger. I think you're thinking of Al Bundy. Ted Bundy is a horrific serial killer. Yeah. No, he, he's the villain. Gar, no! He's the villain, then. Gar, I think you're getting your Bundys messed up. Like, you'd be better off going for King Kong Bundy. Speaking of which, King Kong Escapes on Blu-ray. I'd prefer Pro- King Pong. Probably out of print. I'm still waiting for King Pong. Okay, fine. I'll put the photo in. <laughs> Don't, well, you can't watch The King of Kong anymore because that guy's a fucking fraud. Okay. Um. Yeah, that was. Yeah, the guy, the 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 King of Kong guy, the the, you know the uh, used car salesman dude with the American tie. uh, Somebody came out with a documentary and proved (laughs) that almost all of his times are fraudulent. Fun. Like maybe the first ones when he was a teenager when he first got it, but I mean like every time he's reclaimed, I'm I'm doing this is a radio show and I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. Um. What is his fucking name? Are you talking about the Pac-Man guy? Uh, Pac-Man of one of the things, yeah. Like, like bearded guy, long Yeah, yeah, hair. yeah, he looks like a fucking, he looks like a fucking pedophile. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he came out, yeah, uh, it was confirmed that he was a fraud in all of his He records. wasn't actually a pedophile, he just looked like if you, like, when you see a pedophile on the news, <laughs> it's that, it's that long-haired, thin man with a beard, dressed up really nice. Wow, okay. What is his fucking name? I gotta look that up. I was gonna say, I don't even know who you're talking about. Oh, I gotta look it up, it's gonna bother me. King of Kong. Yeah. Or Fistful of Quarters. That's what it was called, that documentary. So, anyways, um, guess that is the end of Kishiru Sentai Ryu Soldier. Billy Mitchell! Billy Mitchell, that's his name. Or Bitchy Mitchell. Yeah. Long, long hair with a beard, dressed up real nice. Uh, very thin and tall and smarmy. Uh, this guy, he, uh... No, Keanu is the opposite. <laughs> Keanu, Keanu is the good version. Like, if Billy Mitchell was the devil... Um, uh, Keanu Reeves would be like, like, it's the bearded game. man suit Jesus. Fun. So let's go into our featured topic. I thought that Before was you surprised me. We were talking about an episode of something that I didn't watch. Uh, there is no featured topic. It's basically just... Resoldier again! It basically, the transition from talking about the final episode to overall thoughts. Yay! In which... <clears throat> How, how should we start this? Kishiru Sentai Ryu Soldier. Definitely the weakest dinosaur theme season. Um, oh, I really didn't like that other one where there's just the three of them. Abba Ranger? Yeah, I didn't like that at all. Abba Ranger is... I like the American version I would, where they were had making pizza. I was okay. going to say Dino Thunder is probably one of my favorite Power Rangers. Oh yeah, the Amer- that's one of the ones I've actually seen. I love that one. Jungle Fury is the one with the I got ten episodes yeah. into the other one. I couldn't watch it anymore. It was just so... Cool. I haven't watched any of Outer Ranger. I'll get back to it eventually. Yeah. Okay, so, Ryu Soldier. Um, as people know from who, who listen to us, when they announced that we were going to get Knights, I was psyched because Knights are one of my favorite, or are my favorite fantasy motif, Period. <laughs> Uh, Remember when we thought they were going to be dragons? Yes, I was going to say. I was hoping that they were going to be dragons. Were, we imagined dragons. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We imagined dragons. I'm, I'm disappointed that we didn't at least get a dragonic super form. <laughs> That's Billy Mitchell. He he definitely looks like Bizarro Keanu. Yeah, he, he looks he's like evil Keanu. He, he looks like the asshole you want to punch right in the fucking face. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've met him at a con, and I, I kind of did feel like punching him. Because he was talking about how if you are not a competitive gamer, put down the fucking controller and get a real job. 
Wow, okay. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> fuck you. You're, you. You play fucking two games. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, we've got Pterodactyl and Tiramigo. Dragon. Yeah. You know what? That's a fair point. I didn't think of that. Yeah, you got your dragon. Okay. Yeah. I didn't like the design because those colors really don't go well together, but sure. Uh, you know what? I, I think that should... That's definitely something I wanted to bring up. The whole gimmick for the Kishi Ryu and how, like, you can take them apart and you can mix and match them. But the show, I feel like, didn't really use that to its fullest potential. Agreed. I thought like, it was weird that Chiramito was the only one that... Well, he wasn't the only one. Uh, Piton was also a base form. Oh, yeah, Piton and the, the secondary ones, but none of the ones the, that the other main rangers was, had. There was Neptune, and there was also Kishiryu Jin in the movie. Yeah. but So I would say four is a good amount of base... Megazord yeah. stand. Well, like three. If, like again, there is the movie one, but he's just a repaint. Yeah, but uh, no, but that's I, all movie swords. I mean, like they don't have really have personalities. Okay, so um, we should, yeah, we should go through this like section by section. So sorry. Let's talk about the plot of Resolder first. So basically, uh, it was about this ancient tribe of humans who apparently had spaceships, but then we found out were birthed by Helen who was on Earth the whole time, so why do they have spaceships? It, it's very convoluted. This the, the pacing of the plot reveals in this show felt like they started with not much in mind for what was to come, but then another writer came in in the end and went, okay, here's why this, and here's why that, and we're done. You want to know the weird thing, though, about Daichi? What you just said, like, oh, adding this here, add that there, that was the main writer. Like, if you took the main writer's episodes, you have the entire story. Makes sense. And it's only, like, 12, 15 episodes? Yeah. So, for a 48-episode series, and a quarter of it is just plot? Yeah. That's, there, that's a problem. And, and you know what? The, the show wasn't all bad. I won't say it was bad at all, but it, it was inconsistent was the problem. There were a good chunk of episodes towards, I would say, the two-thirds mark where we were all like, you know what? This show's finally hit its stride. It's gotten great. And unfortunately, those were the Nada episodes and not much else. Uh, it was the fact that Nada brought something different to the day. He changed the status quo, and we were all upset when he left, thus the status quo going back to normal. Yeah. In which we don't... The status quo was fight druid on. As, as selfish as it may sound, the most interesting Sentai shows to me are the ones with more than just the 5 plus 1 rangers. And this show teased us with that by giving us Skyzorg and Nada, and then took it away. And then we were back to the base formula. Status quo. Um, this... There's a reason why I go back and watch Past Sentai, and it's just one of the facts is I like to see, like, each season, be like, see how different they are from each other. Yeah. You know there's a problem with Ryu Soldier when I wait until the very last, like, hour to watch it before we start recording. I mean, that could also... It's not just that. It, for us, we're adults with busy lives, and also, we didn't have internet for three days this week. That is yeah, you didn't true. have internet no, for most of the No, but legit for me, I 
never had a drive to watch Rear Soldier early. I always waited until we before we recorded because I'll, that's I'll, how much I was like not excited to watch the next episode. I'll admit I'm guilty of that as well, but also I'm very aware that I have not the greatest memory, so I actively yeah, it's not just Rear Soldier. Zero One is the same for me. I watch both the day before, the day of the recording, or the day before because I want it to be as fresh in my mind as possible, mm-hmm. even though I'm writing notes. Mm-hmm. So, while I'm guilty of the same thing, it's not purely for the reason of oh, I'm not excited to watch the show. I just want it all to be fresh in my head. I think for like the story, especially in the very first episode, when like I'm just gonna refer to him as Ultraman Jack, the Elder. Yeah, the Elder. Elder Jack. Uh, Elder Jack. Yeah, he met, He acknowledges how there are more Ryu soldiers out there. And, unfortunately, we only see, you know, Toa, Bamba... You know, I, I feel like we should go back and, and check Kinova. that, because maybe he was just saying that there's more Ryu soul tribesmen out there, because they established that the Ryu soul tribe are a subhuman race, but they never really show us any more actual Ryu soldiers. But I think, personally, the show should have had more involving like their like the lore of the tribe exactly yeah like set should never have been a thing at all set should have been a thing he informed the plot a lot at certain points set was unfortunately one of those characters that they only bring him in when he's convenient yeah he's there for plot dump yeah he should have been around more i think set or like been an actual character and not just an exposition device exactly like he should have been like Go find Set. He lives in he lives in town. He knows the people. And like the his archaeologist thing is like just a disguise. Yeah. And it's like, well that There you go. It's like, well what about Ui? She's my adopted daughter. Yeah. Just to keep, you know That would well no, because no, I like, I love her, but Well yeah, I love Ui too, but like, you know Oh yeah, yeah, we did see her mom. There the fact that they chose to make Ui a YouTuber felt like absolutely nothing more than oh, a... Oh, Ooh, like, she's a trendy YouTuber! Isn't she relatable? No, but I also, like, there was an episode where she was trying to, like, exploit them for her own personal channel, like, being Resoldiers. I feel like they should have dived more into that as, like, a fun filler arc. Where absolutely. It's, like, where it's, like, they, like, kind of hate on her for, like, trying to expose them, like, for her own personal gain, and then she gets upset and depressed about it, but then later on they go into her and like, well, like, it's okay if you make videos about us, just don't do us as the real soldiers, like, do us. Like, I, I mean, they were never really that strict about keeping their identity no, secret. No, 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 I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, I, but, I think like, it would have been... Don't film videos of us just for the sake of filming videos. Yeah, like, us. oh, you're making money off of us saving the world. <laughs> I also never got over why they were freeloading at Ui's place the whole show. Oh, okay, it's just, oh, you're my friends, you have nowhere else to go... My dad can let you stay here. So that, that was no. They're just being nice. They were being and that's nice fine because she's a naive child. But at some point, the father should have gone. Okay, you guys are like eating a lot of food and using up our utilities. Can you like? You guys are like super human. You're, you're all adults. Get jobs. Yeah, we'll get jobs. And which maybe they should have done what other Sentai do, like uh, Encourager, where um. Curry Pink works at the cafe where their base is hiding. They could have had a really charming episode about each of them going to find a job that they're best at. And it's also just the fact they're not from, like, 
they're not from the town. So yeah, like, and it could have been an, also at the same time an episode about them learning about human society. Yeah, and like you didn't, you don't have to do the whole thing like, oh, what's this? It's a phone. Oh, I don't know. No, like you don't have to do that, but at least see them more integrate the, into society. The sage who just sort of vanished and into a cafe, and then the, that, Ultraman Jack. That character perfectly symbolizes. The fact that this show set up so much and then only followed up on it like a couple of times. I'm sorry. It's I think that is solely just because of the actor. Probably. Simply like he doesn't really need to work. Yeah. Super, Super High Productions gives him so much alimony. Yeah. It's like oh here's your Ultraman Jack paycheck. Thank you. Like so why did they like why get a big actor? Like, he's probably a famous actor. Like, why get him if you're not really going to use him? To hook people like you who watch Ultraman. That's probably it. But, yeah, that is... So, now that we've shit all over you, Soldier, Tom, since I know you are quite an advocate for the show, please tell us your thoughts on the plot and the show in general about what we've talked about. I think I'm good. Are you sure, man? Yeah. I, I know. I know you're. No, I know Tom, it's tough. Is, I, don't, I, I, I feel love that this show I, I know it's tough for you to express your opinions when they're different from other people's. But the point of the show is gathering people with different perspectives and different mindsets, so we can explore and provide a more well-rounded opinion in general. So I understand that sharing your opinion is is difficult when we disagree with you. But I hated Zio the whole show, but I still spouted all of my thoughts out. So, please, tell us what you liked about Rear Soldier. I, I actually that... liked Rear Soldier. So... Sorry, go ahead. I thought Sorry. that it was a fun show. I thought that the characters were really uh, were really interesting and well-developed. The fights were amazing. The Zords looked really cool. Uh, I, I, enjoyed the, I enjoyed the episodes. I enjoyed that a lot of it, even the filler for the long filler, didn't feel as much like filler as it could have been. Like, they were trying to be interesting. Uh, I just, I had a lot of fun with it. And the thing is, like, I never had a time during it where I was like, oh, I don't want to watch it. Whenever I would download Zero One and this, I would watch this first. And, uh, for today, I didn't think I'd have enough time to watch everything. I said, fuck Zero One, I'm going to watch the, you know, even most the last episodes, but still. Yeah. Um, because, well, this week I didn't have a lot of time. Well, we, we made time for you to catch up on Zero yeah. One. But I mean, it, this series, like, I think a lot of people gave it crap because of the bad start, and they let, you know, and it just, yes, yes, Mooncaster, it could have been more, but I, I think that sometimes some shows aren't enough. Sometimes shows are as good as they get, and and I don't see, I don't think it's in any ways bad. I don't think there's anything bad about it. I mean that it's just not as good as it could have been. I, I will agree with you on a few points. I This show's strongest point is its is its characters because they had a lot of ki- I, I I don't know about everyone individually but I think they had really good chemistry together. Um, they did. They were a great team. I think, I think. this was good acting. Yeah, the the actors themselves were great. Mm-hmm. Um, the one of the other I would put this as the second best thing the show did is its out of suit fighting. Every episode, almost, just about every episode had great. Out of suit fighting. It felt like a uh, like a Power Rangers without a suit fighting. And ironically, they're, they're, that gives them lots of time to cut. They don't have to cut anything out. They just have to cut out that out of suit fight to put in their out of suit no, fight. The fighting was pretty good. 
I right? And yeah, the plot, yeah, they kind of sputtered it, but I found that once it kicked in, I liked it. I thought that it made sense. I thought that it, you know, it was, it felt unique. And I felt that, yeah, it was, they were going for quality, not quantity. And, but because they didn't have much time left. And I admit that this show, I was pretty pissed off with it at the beginning because I expected more, but it won me back. And I feel that it was a good show. I will remember it fondly. And I'm adding one of the uh, one of the Ryu soldiers to my uh, my uh, ultimate dream team, and that one is Ryu Soul Pink. Oh, I'm Asuna is my Pink Ranger because she's amazing. It's all about Bamba, baby. Bamba's okay, but Bam, he's, Bamba was he's my no gauche. So okay, so let's let's talk let's talk about the individual characters now. Actually, before we do that, Emily, I'm very sorry. Please tell us your thoughts on the show as a whole in general. No, it's okay. I, for some reason, today, I just have the worst timing when it comes to thinking of things. <laughs> so I kept accidentally in either interrupting or being blank for uh, long periods un- of time. Unfortunately, that's going to happen when you're over Discord. That's why yeah, I, I know, you and I here. apologize to both you guys and the listeners for that. It was never intentional. It was always like, oh... Yeah. This comes up at this point, and it's, it was either like crickets or it, it, <laughs> I accidentally interrupted this, someone. This is why we're best when we're all in the same room. Anyways, please proceed with your thoughts. Yeah, um, I like Ryu Soldier. I, I unfortunately have to say it's the only dinosaur theme scent I have seen, so I can't compare it to the other ones aside from the obvious Power Rangers being also based off of one of the dinosaur theme sentais originally. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the Japanese Sentai for the other Dino seasons as well, as well but of course Gar has, it, and that's why we love it. Um, but I was fine with it. Like, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was, like, ridiculously amazing. I thought it was a good show. It was fun. Like, I don't really understand the people saying it was, like, grating to watch or, like, annoying or anything like that. It never felt that way once to me. There uh, just felt like it existed. <laughs> it was good. And uh, that is unfortunately the problem with, as a collective fandom, per se, when someone doesn't like a thing in the fandom, it's usually a sheeple thing, or like a universal hive mind that if you don't like it, everyone doesn't like it. But unfortunately, in which that is unfortunately one of the major problems of as, loving yes. a franchise. As somebody who is a legitimate fan of Kamen Rider Ghost and sort of had to, like, people tried to convince me I only liked it ironically, <laughs> but I actually like it. Exactly. Um, and it's also like how I like Kamen Rider Wizard, even though I know Ichi here, you didn't really like Wizard, did you? Uh... I liked Wizard's designs. Its story was kind of hollow, but I liked how what story it had made all of the monsters of the week have some significance. I also, uh, I, I, Wizard was a little hollow. The soup looked great, but ironically, I was chatting with somebody who I didn't know was a Rider fan, and they were talking about like Japan's problematic uh, history with uh, trans characters. And they brought up uh, Kamen Rider Wizard as being the first time they've ever seen in the Japanese tokusatsu show uh, somebody standing up for a trans character. Because one of the villains, when they're attacking the uh, the donut stand, says, out of the way, dude. And Wizard says, 
uh, corrects it, says something, or no, so it's like, you're in the way, man. It's like, she's, uh, she's, or something, he corrects it, basically, yeah. says she. And the thing is, through the whole, if you think back, he always refers to that character as she, and by the name. And plus, in one of the movies, we found out that when that character was younger, she was, like, a female superheroine. Yeah, but the thing is, that is a transgender woman. Mm. And, and in J- Japan does like to make fun of transgender characters, or hypersexualize them. So I liked that uh, off-topic. That was the, you know, I will always respect Wizard for that, and I will forgive the fact that he couldn't pronounce his own name. For, <laughs> for me with Rear Soldier, it's just, from the beginning, this show didn't click with me. Like, I know I bought the Morpher and the Zords and stuff at first, but that was just because I was trying to force myself to hype, get hyped into the show. I've mounted and my I, sword on the and, wall. And I, I couldn't. And I, when I, we got an announcement that it was dinosaurs, that kind of went, really, again, we already have two other dino shows. Three other. Or three other ones. Okay. And it just felt like it was going to be a Kuroju knockoff, and thankfully it wasn't really. But I also... I already have my favorite series, which is Tokuger, and I have my favorite team, which is the Pat Rangers, and that was another thing. I was still missing Loop and Pat uh, very much so after we just finished that show. That was that a very show. strong And I wanted more Sweet that show. Syndrome. And the fact that we're also Grief Soldiers, the next show to be adapted to Power Rangers, that just also disappoints me. You know why? I figured out why. I literally figured out why. Okay, so the... They're doing um, Go Busters now, and Go Busters has a movie that came out during their run, which is a, re, you know, like to promote, Ki, you know, Kiryuger. They had a big dino, uh, uh, dino team up, mm. and they're like, well, you know, we've already done, you know, that, you know, the one that it teams up with, but this movie's awesome. This movie has a big team up, you know, we wanted to bring back Austin St. John, and they're like, well, you know, the one currently airing is Dinosaurs, and it's right up your alley. What if... Instead of using it to launch Kyrieger, because that, that series was like three, four series ago, mm-hmm. why don't we use it as a dinosaur lead-in to launch our Ryu soldier? So I think it's all, as you saw that in that advertisement for, you know, you know for the New Rangers, they really sell up that movie, that team-up movie from Go Busters. Yeah. But, they, that, but that's only going to be like a twenty-minute episode. Yeah, but they're really—it's—it's it's how they're launching the new series. It's it, their tent pole is, "Hey, dinosaurs!" So it's like I think that they have that movie. They bought it. They have it, the current right to use it with uh, all of the, and it links in because the GoBusters are in it. I just think it's absolutely hilarious that they, for some reason, chose not to reveal the name of the series and just went with. Power Rangers season twenty eight. That's just maybe gonna be might, what it's called. We could probably guess it. Dino Knights, like ten, yeah, Dino Knights. Yeah. It's probably. Um, I hope it is, so I can make dinosaurs jokes all year. Dino Knights. Uh, Dino Knight ready. But like Re Soldier, it had it had cool things about it, and like I don't hate the show. I don't think it's bad, but I don't think it's great either. It it was just is meh for me so like i i if i didn't watch it again that's it's fine with me it's also but anyone who loves the show like you tom that's awesome i'm glad you found some great things to hey, i love about ghosts it. i bomba is the one thing i took from this my least favorite thing honestly uh, like overall in this entire show's entirety 
Riesel Gold. I yeah. think he's the I most disappointing sixth ranger we've had in Sentai, period. I'll, I'll because, agree. you know why? Because he was not different. He was not different from any of the other uh, members of the team. He was exactly like another rear soldier. He had a hint exact of a, same suit, exact yeah, same henchman. He had a sequence. hint of a character arc that, and some development that he went through and then went right back to square one. That's why the greatest example for me is Star Ninja. Because, yes, he was a ninja, but he was a ninja cowboy. He had a hamburger morpher. And his what sword did, was what a did fucking Kamalo have? He's from under the sea. buggy that he turned into a cowboy robot. That was fucking badass, but he was still different from the other Ninjas. All Kanalo had that was different was he was from under the sea, and he had a gun instead of a sword. So, like, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't so heat up about this, but like since we ever saw Re Soul Gold, he was just... It was, it's such a shame, because I fucking love the Re Soul Gold suit. Uh, okay, so generic. Emily, any other thoughts on the series as a whole before we move into character discussion? No. Um, I think that something I was... Uh, I'm sorry if this sounds weird... But I feel like it changed its rules a little too often, especially with the way the villains worked. But then I realized, it doesn't that happen in, like, every Sentai? What? Where villain, they sort of... Villain status quo changes are not uncommon. I mean, look at Ranger. They changed villains, like, two or three times. Three times. I gotta wait. No, we're gonna start character. Because I, I, we can do Ko first, because I got yeah. a great Ko thing. Oh, sorry, Ko sorry. Is... Oh, go ahead. Any other thoughts on the series in general? From anyone? From you. Uh, I just want to make sure you've said your piece. I unfortunately don't know if I have too, too much to say, and I feel, and I fear that's going to make people think I thought it was bad, but no. if it was bad, I would have a lot of things to say about, like, it being bad, but I don't. I'm sort of like, it was the show? That's fine. Neutral it, opinions it was are okay. Was, I enjoyed watching the show. I actually felt kind of, like... Like you, like everyone was being too harsh on it for most of it. That's um, fine. If you enjoyed it, that's the best thing to ask for. Yeah. I enjoy but, lots of things that other people think are bad, like Sword Art yeah, Online. But I also, I don't know if I'd watch it again, but I'm glad I watched it one time. I'm going to watch it again next week with Tasha. She's not got to finish watching the series. It's her first live Sentai. Cool. So it's becoming a fan. As, a, as opposed to... Non-live Sentai? No, I mean like watch week to week. Watch it while it's already started. To use a term from Tokusatsu Gaga, her first real-time. Yeah. Gaim was my first one that I followed weekly. And mine was mine was movie. Ghost, which is why I liked yeah. it so much. It was you the know, first my, one you know, you know, And the thing is, like, as much as I have some serious problems with it, I will always love Tokuger because that was when I started watching week to week. Mine um, was Kiva. Go-Busters. Go Mine was almost Kiva. If we're talking just Sentai, mine would be Gokaiser. All right, so we, we're slipping into. Uh, All right, let's talk characters. I Ko. would like to talk about Ko, uh, which which I call one of the greatest Red Rangers in recent history that we didn't deserve. You know why he was so great? He wasn't perfect. Ko is the most flawed Red Ranger I can think of. He has anger problems, a lot of self-doubt. He makes bad decisions. He's trusting. He's gullible. He literally makes mistakes, but yet he still pulls through to be a good leader. A leader that is not, follow me, by, you know, he's more like, I'm going to inspire you to do your best. And 
though he had a bit of Red Ranger syndrome where he got the power-ups first, but he shared the power-ups. Like, he was the first person to be like, you know what, Canelo? You're fucking dog shit, but here, take the Rhea Soul Calibur. <laughs> hey, you want to try where you want to try? He would literally be the first person. He gave Bamba the Marimera armor, the first power-up he ever got. Yeah, he literally had was... He, you know what I would say that he is, that very few Red Rangers are? Humble. Yeah. He would take Willing a hit. Willing to admit he was wrong, yeah. Yeah, he would take a hit, like, to his reputation and his general pride to get the job done. He would, like, he had the self-sacrifice, but a lot of them, uh, you know, unless we're not talking about Kari. Kari had no self-sacrifice. He was just fucking broken. That's Kyrie. why I love him. Red, stupid red. Kyrie. Kyrie. Uh, I mean, Kyrie, I said Kari. In that, he, you know who he reminded me of? He reminded me of Geki from uh, G-Ranger, who was like, I don't know if I'm fit to be a leader. But instead of letting... Now, Geki literally had moments where he was like, I'm not meant to be the leader. Ko had moments where he was like, I don't know what to do, help me. Yeah. And I think that he... he you know, you know, you always see that... Um, that uh, it's like a comic strip of a leader uh, versus like a king. And you show this guy whipping some slaves building a pyramid. And then you see like the leader and you show this guy oh, yeah, pushing it with thing. them. Yeah. yeah, the boss thing. This guy isn't their leader. He's their, you know, or like he, like he is, he isn't their boss. He's their leader. And the thing is, is he will get the job done even if he's not the one to do it. And you look at the end. How many times have we seen a Super Sentai end with the Red Ranger fucking powerhousing it? Yeah. It's proving I'm so powerful. He was powerhousing it, and he realized it wasn't enough, and he did the sacrifice play. Because he knew that no matter what happens to him, he's not the strongest Ryu soldier. They're all the strongest Ryu soldier. And so it wasn't about him. And when he was inside, you know, the you know, Hellenheim, he was kind of <laughs> chill. You know how chill he was in Hellenheim? Yeah. He was like, my friends are still out there. They don't need me. They got this. You know, like... Meanwhile, I'll logic the enemy to death. Yeah. Like, and I mean, like... He his he power in a of logic. wasn't overpowering the enemy. His power was just knowing how things work and how much he had faith in his friends. And so I, I would guess I would call him, you know, the, the fact that he's humble. He is, and the thing is, like, look at uh, look at Kyrie from who I love him. He's my red. I love him to death. But he was very much almost infallible. He was perfect. He was he always one winning. step ahead. Yeah. Pato Red was he was a loner. He had no teamwork ability. Go back to um, Lucky. Lucky was a fucking Mary Sue. He was invincible. Like have these uh, um, think of King. Think of how many you know, how many Red Rangers can you think of that were fucking superheroes that took you know, like that took the stage. Even when he had an episode that was his fucking episode, it was more about his relationships with other people. When he had his, like, fucking rage, you know, his rage quit, he it was more about him learning how to protect somebody who needs him. It was, it was not, it was, and the thing is, you might think, oh, well, he's not memorable. No, it's because he's not about him. He is a real leader. And I, res I will always respect Ko. You actually bring up some excellent points that I hadn't considered. I, I think... Now, yeah. I won't and defend, I won't over defend the all the characters. I won't defend Canalo. I won't defend um, Sonic the Hedgehog. I can't remember his fucking name. Melt? No, no, I won't defend Melt. Who, uh, I won't defend I won't defend Green. Did you just um, call him Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, because he he, he's got to go fast. That's his thing. That's oh, what Toa. you should call the Green Ranger, But I mean, though. like, in this, in, this thing, in this thing, I would say that, like, Asuna, Bamba, and Ko are the best characters. 
And some of the best moments of the series is not when they're doing something alone, is when they're interacting and going outside of their archetype. Yeah. Now, Melto, I, I, I make fun well, of... Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll put we'll one into each one, but we're going to go around... Well, that's me talking thoughts. about Ko. I want to know why he has blue hair. Gar, do you have any thoughts on Mel or Co? Sorry, uh, Co, like com- compared to like Kyrie and uh, Keichiro. Yeah, Keichiro. He is very different, in which I I do enjoy him. There is the fact that he doesn't really like like uh, Tom was mentioning about how good of a leader he is, though I distinctly remember him acknowledging that he doesn't refer to himself as a leader. Yeah. Because Nada's, because I remember one episode Nada's like, alright, you're the leader. What should we do? He's like, I don't consider myself the leader. Yeah. We're just all equal. Because he's, all, all, because all he's humble. But yet, doesn't he bring the best out of everybody? Yeah. It's like he doesn't think he's the leader, but he acts like the leader. And I mean not that he's giving commands, that he is motivating the people around him to do better. Yeah. Also, he's got some of the best badass moments. Sort of jump back in. Like, remember fucking Angry Co show up and Wrecking House? Yeah. That was my favorite a moment of him in the series. Your favorite comment? My favorite comment was him just... Sh- Angry Co... Sh- and even, like... I think, like, Waisu was like... Or Waisu was like, Hey, come on! This is my episode! You yeah. can't be that cool! Lane? Um, I, I'm going to be very quick because, like, I actually have to go to bed now because I work in the early morning, unfortunately. Um, so then give us your to... everyone. Okay, yeah, sorry, guys. Um, so, Ko, not a bad red. He actually had a lot of cool moments that I really enjoyed about him. And, like, Ko he, moments? He, he, was, he was already, he was, he was very moments? fun. He, he's still not Keichiro to me because Keichiro is no the, one can be the man. Well, that's Angry Cat the Raw, Angry Cat the Red. Um, Mel, Mel fucking sucked. <laughs> like... He, he, he tried to be, like, this cool, strong, smart character, but, like, in the end, it was just, like, he just, I don't know. Mel was, Mel the was awkward interesting. Team. He just didn't seem to get that much development at all. Uh, okay, like, we'll, uh, we'll all get our yeah, chance. Yeah, we'll go one uh, of Asuna, Sorry, sorry, Asuna, sorry. That's okay. Um, Asuna, a strong female, I think. She was really fun. Like, I know she talked about eating, but, like, whatever. That was just her fun trait about her, and I thought she was really cool, and she was very emotional, especially by the end. Um, Bamba... What can I say? He he speaks for himself. Um, I I talked about Baba nonstop. My hype about him was all too real. So I will keep my vinyl figure of him in Until memory. Until the lightning collection figure comes out. Yeah, that's what the one thing I'm excited for about Three Soldier being Dead Power Juice. We'll get a proper Bomba merch. So, uh, Toa, little shit bag. I <laughs> like honestly like four times. He he went to, he he use the same character development about like oh using more than just your speed to fucking fight four Don't times he four times he went through that character. same development um Canelo <sighs> you already said your piece I've already said my piece of Canelo well that was just like resold golden joke any of the side characters or villains um Tatsui he just fell flat and he was sometimes he, literally he, he was he was that dad who's tried way too hard to do dad jokes. Yeah. And it's like, alright, we, we get it. We, we get it. Get it, your dad. Ui, fucking adorable shit. I wish she was in the show more. I'm sad she had to leave because her actress wasn't feeling well. Um, so hopefully in, like, a crossover movie or the V Cinema, if we get one, she shows up more. I'm kind of worried for her because usually the, uh, the, uh, 
adage. Like if she yeah. was just like like for example, like somebody from um one of the other shows I watched, like she had something that said, Oh, she had this, this happened to her. But when they said has fallen ill, that's usually it is too bad for us to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um and then the villains Or pregnant. Villains, they're alright. We're they're pregnant. Just, weren't that impactful for me. Like Wiseru was probably the funnest thing. Crayon was adorable. <laughs> Uh, Tenjo, eh, Gachaleus, eh, uh, Yavasaur, Precious, all on, eh. Uh, Master Black was cool, Wise One didn't get enough of, and said, I feel like they could have wrote him a lot better, so. And Nada, what can I say? I, we miss you, buddy. Uh, come back Nada from was, Miami. Nada was fun, yeah. Come back from I Miami. I can't believe like, that I know family... Disney World's cool Universal Studios. But that family Miami, in but... joke is now a thing um, that you talk about. Yeah, so that's my overall thoughts. Um, Re Soldier is okay. I'm, I'm excited to see what Kira Major is going to be. Um, I don't know who my favorites yet is going to be yet, so I'm actually happy. Hoping for Blue, because Blue kind of looks fun. Oh my god. I just I just thought of something you need to have in the screen grab for at some point for mm. for Kira Major. If you turn it around backwards, it's Major Kira. <laughs> oh my god, we need I, one of the thumbnails will just yeah. fit all Major Kira's head. Is yeah, Major, her head's of Major Kira. That's what we should call it. Instead, of, it's the new soup. It's Major Kira. I love Major Kira. Anyway, all right, what character are we doing next? Uh, Emily, did you have thoughts on Co? Uh, Ko, honestly, I think that Savage said everything. <laughs> he just... I like that... Yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't hear her. I don't hear her either. I hear Oh, because I'm disconnected. Yeah, because the Wi-Fi disconnected. Uh, is everything okay? No, go... Yeah, go ahead. Everyone will reconnect. That explains um, why Lane was interrupting you earlier. Oh, okay. I guess so. I didn't intend that, but... Oh, go ahead. Um, I think that that he's right that a big part of why he was a good leader was that it showed him screwing up a lot but not to the point where it seemed like he couldn't get through it to it like it was always he te- he got a lot of development like a surprising amount of development and i know you're thinking like the main character always gets a lot of development but like substantial stuff like changed about him but he also still retained his core of who he was the whole time yeah and that is something that is like it's much harder than it sounds if you watch a lot of shows and realize that they have characters either never learn anything ever or completely change who they are yeah but he was a good oh. balance i think she can you do the thing again every time i disconnected it uh yeah on. apologies as we fix the thing there we go okay that's all you got for co yeah, I think that everything he said was would blow anything I could say out of the water, and Dari sort of says everything I wanted yeah. to say. Uh, I'll basically what you said sort of gave me a fresh look at Ko, and you're actually pretty correct on that. What I was going to say is that I felt like he was a very naive and over relaxed sort of Red Ranger because, like, I feel like he smiled way too much. Uh, but after what you said about how he was always inspiring everyone else to do their best, despite never really considering himself a leader, I think that's actually very well put. Uh, Weirdly John Egbert-esque. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Oh, main character of Homestuck. Uh, uh, 
Um, Sorry. I only know one thing about Homestuck. Can, can you? And that's her? Dave had yeah. a really rough ride. He did, but so did everyone else. I just told so I asked somebody to tell me a anecdote, to something to say about Homestuck, so I can pretend that I want I read it. They, <laughs> they said just say Dave had a really tough ride. Fun. Um, but yeah, I won't. I won't say he's my favorite Red. While he was, while he was definitely a good person and a good member of the team, unfortunately, that doesn't always translate to entertaining. And while it was, he was a good character and a good Sentai member. I wouldn't call him entertaining, because like as 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 much of a selfish character as people like Kyrie and Keiichiro were, they were always exciting to watch, and that's. Kind of more what I'm here for, you know what I mean? Almost like Bomba has that role that that he that he most Reds take the uh, you can't look away from him, you yeah. know, like larger than life character. Exactly. All right, so let's get into Melt. Holy crap, man! That they were absolutely trying to make him the smart one beyond any shadow of a doubt, but man, did they, in my opinion, not live up to that. He maybe had a couple of plans that turned out well, but there were so many times where he was just like, "Ah, I don't know what to do! He, unfortunately, is definitely the weakest ranger of the series. You know what? I wouldn't even... As as much as I just shat on him, I wouldn't put him there because I feel like Toa had even less development. They're equal, I would say. Melt was borderline interesting. I, I, I can't hold anything against him. Ironically, he... Uh, making, like, Tiramigo constantly making fun of him kind of made him more interesting to me. There's nothing wrong with Melt. Melt is like, Melt is like a... Unremarkable. Like an O'Henry. Yeah. Meaning that I'll, you, you, you never go into like, shit, I need an O'Henry. But if somebody says, hey, do you want some O'Henry? We're like, yeah, I can eat an O'Henry. <laughs> That's He's such a weird comparison, but yeah. like, I can't say it's not true. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's kind of like, but the thing is, he, by the fact that he looked the most unique out of them, kind of gave that to him. But I mean, like... Yeah, like, he he came into the scene like, ooh, look, I have blue hair, I'm mysterious, don't you want to know my story? And then they never explained it. Never told us! Yeah. They even went so far as to have Oto ask him about the blue hair, and then they would, there's an explanation for that. But I mean, it's just, he's, he's okay. He's just okay. That's where I'm gonna leave it. He's just okay. All right. We'll eventually get the Melt movie. No, that's where, where I'm leaving it. Entirely about his blue hair. All right. Uh, Asuna. Oh, I I have so much time for Asuna. Then let me get into it quickly. Uh, Asuna just didn't click for me. Just she's super strong. Okay, and then just again, I I have already talked about that when we do episode to episodes, but just. Her and the whole food thing. It, it felt like that the, was the, the well they went to way too often. The stick got old. It, unfortunately, fast. female characters kind of don't get much thought put in them as they should. And it felt like that was the well they ran dry. Like, it was like every other episode. Where's Asuna? Oh, there she is with a bunch of groceries and food. Oh, oh. no, my food got destroyed. Now I'm angry. No, me torta. <laughs> I feel oh, like she's so much of a defense for Austin Bruin right now. The, 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 the thing is, like, we got a no, no me torta moment. How excellently her character was acted in the last two episodes. Feel like she should have had more to build up to that. It felt like there was more. It's like, okay, okay, okay. All right, now fucking nail the ending. Asuna is the strongest member of the team, hands down. 
Because even she has an Bamba emoji heart. has had give up moments, and I don't mean physical strength. I mean whenever in this series, when they're at their worst, she is the first person to try to rally them. She never gives in to despair. She is always ready for a second round. And she has some of the best out-of-suit fighting of any of them. Asuna, her strength isn't her physical strength. Her strength isn't her awesome character development. Her strength is her perseverance. She is a character that I will imagine, like, whenever there's a bad shit happening and I'm worried about the characters, I'm never worried about Asuna because I know she's fucking got it. She is the, not, you know, a lot of people say that the Reds are the heart of the team. She's not. She's the fucking backbone of the team. She's the unbreakable woman who, no matter how bad shit gets, she will pick people up. And you'll notice, like, when Ko got turned, you know, to, you know, Angry Ko, or there was a problem with Bomba and, and Sonic, or whenever there's some <laughs> kind of shit, she was the first person to come in and be like, can I help you? Yeah. She is incredibly selfless. She gave up character development so other people could have it. That's uh, an interesting way to put it. She literally is a the strong woman that that team did not deserve. Sure. And I found that the moments of when she went out there and showed her strength, like in the last two episodes, or when she was trying to cheer Ko up, or whenever she had these little moments, they were so potent. They were the best emotional performances of the show. Yeah. So the fact that, unfortunately, her gimmick... Now, the thing is, like, look at Melt's gimmick. He's the smart guy. He's got the blue hair. Her gimmick was underplayed, but her character was... I'm going to say, if Ko... Defensive Ko is that he's a humble character, she is a subtle character. She is... At no point of the show... Like, she had her fucking eyes sewed shut, and she was still had fists. Her hands were in fists. She was going to punch somebody. Yeah. Um, she literally is, I would say, the most indomitable of the characters. She's not the strongest, uh, physically, even though she technically is, yeah. uh, in combat, but she is the strongest willed. She never gives up. And you notice in the last two episodes, when shit hit the fan, Canal is fucking crying on the floor. Even Ko is like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> She's like, guys, fuck this. We're gonna fuck up. We're gonna go fuck Helen up so bad that her, you know, kids are going to miss their soccer game. We're going to make her coupons expire. Yeah, we're going to we're 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 going to make her pay retail. Helen, <laughs> not Karen. Asuna. Same thing. Asuna <laughs> was just. I really enjoyed. I found she was also the most consistent character, meaning that her personality was the same all the way through. Whereas some of the characters kind of went up and down, but you know, depending on what was going on, she was also had that background. The fact that she ate a lot, I had no problem with that. The fact that one time her fear of her getting fat from eating a lot, that I had a problem with. Yeah. But, yeah, Asuna had a fucking monster wrap around her, and she was the first person to say, if you need to fucking kill me, do it. Yeah. Like, she, even when she had episodes where she was in trouble, she was the first to persevere. Wasn't she also one of the first people to beat the fucking challenge on top of the mountain? Like, she saw fucking right through it? I don't remember exactly, but that's... I know, Asuna was a badass pink ranger that deserved to be recognized, but they didn't. there wasn't enough screen time to make everybody notice it. But the thing is, they thought we wouldn't notice she's awesome. I noticed. Uh, they thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. I unfortunately am having connection issues, so I am just... Guess this is where I tap out as well. This is like a little elimination. Yeah, what the hell? It's last caster standing. Yeah. Do you, well, want, do you want to give your thoughts on anyone else before you go? Uh, Toa 
was what's his name? Toa, I was hoping to be my favorite, but unfortunately, this you're wearing thing, a green shirt right now. No, it's actually new. Uh, but he didn't really do much for me. And as much as you guys love that, love the crap out of Bomba, he was also just kind of unfortunately just eh. It just it didn't help. Like they're brothers, okay, that's cool, but it never. They, much like a lot of them for me, unfortunately, they just didn't go anywhere. Two brothers in a Like, they didn't really... Two be... brothers who are actual <laughs> brothers. Uh, like, they didn't... Yeah, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm sorry say, I had instance, to say they, it. There wasn't enough, like, brother to team up play. Exactly. It, it felt more like student, like, student and mentor. Yeah. Like, like Toa was the Toa student. Toa was like Bamba's... the excitable little dog that Bamba the big dog adopted. Yeah. It's like that fucking comic strip, the big dog and the little dog. You know, it's all <laughs> over Facebook. But yeah. What more brother on brother action? I want you know what I wanted from this? I wanted Ultraman Rube interactions. That's your answer to everything. Ultraman? You, you're like Cup from Transformers. Everything reminds you of an Ultraman thing. Have you not <laughs> listened to Ultra Ranger? Half of what I say is that. This reminds me of. What about this? I've never seen anything like that before. Anything? This reminds you of anything, Cup? Nope. You know you know what I thought you know what I'm getting out of these character things? It was the characters that are best, the ones that made the most out of what of how little they had to work with. <laughs> That's fair. Speaking of a little, the villains unfortunately are the weakest link for me. For this Crayon. show. Even with the whole reveal with Precious at the end. Uh -huh. Being like, Oh, we're just gonna come and invade and such. With me, you need to have a good villain for to it to keep at least for me to keep it interesting. Because the heroes have to have something to bounce off of. The monsters of the week weren't really that interesting simply because they didn't speak. Like they did speak, yeah, but it was they like were Pokemon. Yeah, they, they yeah. were they were Pokemon. I'm Cake I wanna die. I wanna die. Oh yeah, but that oh like, man. None of them were like, Well, why should I listen to you? I have free will but it's like it's just we didn't get any which is why I think Lupin Pat had the better yeah, had the better villains because at least no, the ganglers were pretty good. Oh yeah, they were so vivid. And yeah, they were vivid and like they were creative. These guys are just big, mean monsters. Like I can fucking big, put, big I, I don't smash. know if I get the names, but I could just I could describe you personality as at least fucking ten just, of those guys. We yeah. put holes in teeth. We, we put holes in teeth. teeth. Like, like it's basically you that. look like a phone. <laughs> <laughs> You look like a phone. <laughs> uh, and the other side of this look at him, we were all thinking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Ryu Soldier, I would go back to at least once to watch it all as a whole. Cause a lot of people don't really know this, but there's a difference from watching something from week to week to watching the entire thing at once. Do you yeah. think it might be Forzade a little bit? Like, you know how Forzade at the time it was week to week, people shat all over it? Now people look back at Forzade like it was amazing. Because your opinion changes when you Tok have, Tok like, when you have the entire story. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like Tokuger while I was watching it halfway through, but then I gave up on it, and then I finished watching it, like, in one go, and I'm like, this show was really good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alright. Anyone else you want to speak about? Uh... Side characters? Nada of Tatsuis? Nada was interesting because, again, he changed the status quo. Ui, I... This is shocking to hear, but just... Physic like, physically, I was in love with her. <laughs> just, she was very... Uh, 
adorable, and she like she literally stole my heart. Uh-huh. I kind of wish America, and then she left me for America. Uh, I kind of wish she had somewhat more of a character development, but that, she is the comic relief character that usually don't get a lot of character development. Except for the one episode very early where she almost committed suicide. Yeah, that was weird. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, God, uh, I actually forgot about Cure that. Major, and uh, this was a good season six anniversary. Uh, six season anniversary. Six year anniversary. Nailed it. Why don't you say it six more times? All right, we should do it because while you're you're doing your thing, uh, I guess you don't have a mic. That means Emily can't participate. So we'll, let's move on. Okay. Well, I while we have Emily, do you want to give your thoughts on? Do we want to just like have each of us say our thoughts on the remaining characters then? Yeah, it's like it's okay, like Emily. Yeah, and then we can each come off at, because I'm getting kind of like. Okay, so give us your as we eliminate more casters. Give us your thoughts on everyone. So what is it? Um, what what is it you want? Like no, we should do them one at a time because we already did that, but just quicker. Okay. Okay. So we're, we're gonna move on to uh, Toa. Uh, I think Toa had the least development out of everyone, and that's really saying something. He was just the boy who had to go fast. They never said why. He tried to learn other things besides going fast, and then went right back to going fast. He had an episode where he had a girlfriend, and after that episode, there was no nothing ever on that avenue again. Uh, I feel like they, I feel like they, they gave him the smallest piece of the pie. The problem. He, I thought it was okay. Melt. Well, let me describe. I get him confused with Melt a lot when I'm talking about him because they are <laughs> interchangeable in every way other than their hair. The difference being, in, in my perspective, is. With Melt, they tried to give him pers- d- development, and it was just it just didn't do well. Toa, they just didn't give him anything. Yeah, that's the difference. He was he's I think the most boring character. He like, was just here to go Nissan. Let's go fight the Mooks. Yep. Emily, what do you think about uh, Toa? In uh, not well, you could go on for a bit if you want, but I mean, I don't think there's much to go on about Toa. Yeah, Toa. I actually really liked his relationship with Ko near the beginning when he was first there. They had this sort of friendly rivalry thing going on, and then that sort of just disappeared. I will say that he did impress me at the start, because usually when we have these shows where it's a set of three rangers and a set of two rangers, usually they're conflicting with each other for much longer than the show did. Toa surprised me with how amicable he was at the start of the show. It's like, oh, hey, look, other three soldiers, we should team up, yeah! Yeah! He started out strong and then didn't go anywhere. Yeah. I actually kind of liked it when they were two separate little groups. That was neat. Well, those were some of the best dynamics because they could tell a story from two angles. They didn't have to have the whole team run out. They were almost... He and and Baba were like the scouts. Yeah. They were always first to the scene. They were always like... The others have explained the setup for the episode. We're already fighting someone. Yeah, and that was a great... I wouldn't call that character development. I would call that just a great, like, mechanic. Risk writing. Yeah. Like, that was a shortcut that didn't come across as shortcut Yeah. Like, whenever the writing needed to be brisk and move things along, they were the way they would do it. And that was actually yeah. very well handled. Because they could... Trans- well, because you could have a scene with the core ones kind of figure that stuff out, and then just literally transition to they're already there, yeah. they can establish something, and then you have something to do while the other characters are getting there. Yeah. Now, they... And the funny thing is, they didn't overuse that. Like, you could have been like, oh, well, this formula is they get their... Risk. They didn't overuse it. Yeah, it, it was like not they, every episode. It felt like they could, in fact, have probably used it a bit more and gotten away with it. Yeah. Well, let's bridge that into talking about 
Our man Bomba. Oh my god, breakaway star of the show by far. I, I don't know how that happened, but... It's, but the, you know what the thing with Bomba? It's not the character. It is not the way they wrote him. It's the actor. Yeah. He is a beautiful man, inside and out. Just, he can convey so much emotion by just standing there. Like, it's one of these things where... I, they, and they knew it. They knew that they had fucking gold. Like, this yeah. guy, he'll be back. I guarantee you're going to see that actor. They knew he was going to be the meme yeah. material. Like, I, there's got to be some kind of, like, audition where he fucking comes in. And he and then he's look at him. He doesn't look like three other ones. I feel like we almost have confirmation in the form of the fucking jumping bomba photograph in the wall in the last episode. But like, yeah. did they know that people were make, poking fun at that? But it's like, it's a bomba, it's, it's, it's the actor was really fantastic, and the thing is, like, he made his character memorable. And he is the most memorable of the party because he's bomba, because of that actor. And the thing is, if you had had him, another actor play the same character, like, all the same dialogue, we wouldn't be having this discussion. Exactly. That, and the thing is, that guy, he doesn't look like a fucking ranger. He looks like he could be, like, one of the villains or something. Like, he's older looking, he's not pretty, well, he's He looks pretty. like an extra from Sinbad. Yeah. But I mean, like, <laughs> Bomba, Bomba, he became a meme for us. Like, Lane, like, talks about Bomba, like, no tomorrow. Yeah. But the thing is, is as much as, yeah, Bomba's really, you know, striking and awesome, and because the actor is great, it's, that's all there is to it. Yeah. Like, Bomba had very little story to do with himself. Uh, uh, I, would, I feel like the whole him and Master Black thing was a pretty decent Yeah, okay, plot. by the end he got it. I would say that he had the least development. He just got a little nicer. Yeah. Uh, but again, it is just the charisma of that actor. Like, but the, the thing is, he comes off as such a seasoned veteran yeah. that it feels like he's coming in already having gone through so much development. And then the whole thing with Master Black is like, here's what happened that made him the man he is. Yeah, it's like we and, skipped out on the most interesting parts of his backstory. Like, we're getting him after he became awesome. Yeah. And I think Bamba perfectly symbolizes what I've always said is my favorite thing about tokusatsu in general, is just the absolutely shameless juxtaposition between comedy and serious drama. Because Bamba, on first glance, looks like the stoic, serious character, and in many ways he is. But then he also has the funniest shit to do and say out of everyone. Yeah, well, because the thing is, the joke of the the joke that worked with him so much is that he's this stoic badass. So you put him in a situation where he's forced to be outside his comfort zone. Yeah. He's comedy gold. Exactly. Like when he's like, "Bomba, let's dance if I must." Yeah. Like it's 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 kind of like that whole thing where they keep putting like Arnold Schwarzenegger or fucking The Rock or whoever in like a movie with kids. Yeah, it's because it's, it's forced the like the stoic you know stoic badass to be funny. Yeah. Bamba is jingle all the way. Yeah, he pretty much is. Like, like it's, he's like this guy who's had weight, you know, like, he's too old for this shit, and he's stuck with these, like, five fucking kids. Yeah. And he's got to, like, it's like, it's like he's there, he's the tooth fairy, you know. There he's got to drag the rest of his team yeah. through the toy so store. He, yeah, he's got to, he's, he's the babysitter that's had enough of this shit. <laughs> like, it's it's Bamba's adventures in babysitting. That's yeah. what this is. Uh, Emily, any thoughts on Bamba? Bamba, he was a surprise, like... At first, he was just sort of there, but then you guys started memeing on him, and <laughs> started, he started becoming an interesting, an interesting thing. Yeah, um, I can't hear Emily at all. Emily, say something. Uh, hello. Are you in the voice channel? I think so. Yes. It just it cut out a couple of times and it stopped. Let me see. Sorry for the tech problems, folks. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. 
It might be. Uh, yeah, you're there. Maybe I should tap out. Talk. Hello. No. You know what? I'm just gonna put you on speaker then. Fuck it. All right. Okay. Hold on. No worry. Hello. Okay. So go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, sorry um, for the drop on audio quality, people, but we're it's getting late. Yeah, I I was saying maybe I should just tap out. No, you can keep going. Okay. Um, if you're sure. Uh, Bamba. Yeah, like you guys, you guys memed on him, and he became a lot more interesting with his whole being sort of the stoic guy, but also, you know, not actually having really ridiculous moments like I'm gonna stab the rock and not not Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but the <laughs> the, the rock. The actual rock. Yep. Um and also just his weird weird insistence on just killing people was kind of scary. And I'm gonna say it, Bamba was fucking hot. Oh yeah, and they ripped his shirt up so consistently. Not as hot as Ko, though. I think <laughs> I, I think Ko had that exotic vibe going on. Oh. No, Ko. <laughs> I, I, I thought Ko. I thought I thought Ko had really nice. You know, he was he was his, he had it's more pretty in the face, whereas Bomba had the hair. Bomba had you know what Bomba is? Bomba's fucking like Super Sentai the Fawns, like he's just this <laughs> dark haired guy. Danger. Yeah. Oh, I wish I wish we that you you'd mentioned that before the show was Bomba Fonzarelli. <laughs> but Fonzarelli. he just stabs the jukebox. All right, who did we miss? Did we miss anybody? I don't think we missed Canalo. Oh fucking Canalo. Canalo, I know you guys don't like him. I actually really thought he was interesting. I feel like, and I know I've said this phrase a lot. Uh, a lot of potential that was not capitalized on. No, he was like, if, if, if you know, uh, if Toa would kept, like, I need to learn how to beat something other than my speed. Uh, if that was beaten, if that was a dead horse beaten, Kanala beat a fucking dead rhinoceros. Like, yeah. it's like, I need to find a wife. He was the, like, for a guy from the Water Tribe, he was the thirstiest motherfucker I've I ever know. seen. Right? Like, you know, like, he's... <laughs> He, he didn't, he, you know, he needed to get his hand wet to talk to his Zord. He needed to get his dick wet to feel important. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, that's, that Kanalo, was clever. I, I, it is clever. Kanalo. You know, but you know, the biggest problem with Kanalo is, is every character I figure gets one arc where they're like, I don't believe in us. I don't believe in what they're doing. And everyone had one, except for Asuna. Asuna never not believed. Yeah. But... Kanalo, whenever he hit some kind of fucking setback, he would give up. How many times has Kanalo given up? Too much. Like, even in the fucking episode where he thinks he's fucking getting married and can't get inside that cake thing, he, he was like, I give up. And then everyone showed up and was like, no, we're not going to let you give up. Like, he literally had... up until the last episode, the very last... Well, second last, actually. Episode, yeah. he was already saying... He was still saying that he gave, would give yeah. up and would... Put me back in the Matrix... I, Which I, 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 want, I understand that philosophy a lot, but at the same yeah, time, I, I don't. I, I figure that that's an okay thing, but we are far too late in the series for one of our heroes, one of our strongest here. He is one of uh, like fight wise, he's one of the strongest for you soldiers. He, but he had the weakest will. He's the opposite of everything I said about Asuna. One thing that I that he did in the show that kind of surprised me, but is also very very Kanalo is. 
when he and Ko are in the, the temple of the Ryu Soul Calibur and, and the, the spirit asks him, which would you prefer, saving your friends or fulfilling your duty? And Kanao says fulfilling his duty is more important than saving his friends. I'm just like, did this Super Sentai show for kids really just have us have one of our main characters go, fuck my friends, I'm here to do the thing? He, he's, you know what, he's the kind of person, he picks the easier path instead of the, the harder but correct path. And I found as a character, he would have been better served if he, by the end, he, he has, you know what I realized? Yeah, he started out strong, he started interesting, he never got any development. Him at the, him at episode one of him appearing. I want, you know, I want to get a girlfriend. I don't really feel right about this whole uh, war. On the end of the thing, I want to get a girlfriend, I don't feel right about this wall. Like, nothing about him changed. And nothing. He just got a cape. Like, towards the middle of the show, it started to seem like he was warming up to, like, yeah, I'm going to help you guys defend the planet. And then right in, in episode 47, it just came all crashing and right like, back yeah, to square maybe, one. Maybe I need to put, you know, me getting a, a wife on hold. Nope! He, he put that on hold for a hot minute. You can talk, Gar, you're allowed. And then there's me, Tan. Who was she was there. That's his sister's name, right? Oto. Oto. Oh, um, Jesus fucking Christ. We didn't remember see, how Oto. See? see? That's, well, how, I'm, that's how useful, useless she was to the plot. I disagree. She, she had a... Nothing. She, no, you know what she did? Because she's not a main character. She's an exposition character. She shows up at the right time to give them a piece of information and then sl- slings back. She is what is called fifth business. It is a character that is important to the movement of the plot, but is not the main character. She was never meant to be the main character. But the funny thing is, look at Oto, though, for the amount of screen time she got and how unimportant. I could tell you more about her personality than almost any of the other characters. She had a very defined personality, very defined backstory, very defined future goals, and she had some really great moments. I found that Oto was actually more interesting than any of the other characters other than Asano Ko or, or Bamba. I, and she's a character that gets so little screen time. She's got half the screen time Kanalo has, her brother, but does double the amount of fucking legwork. Uh, I would say she has more of a quarter, quarter yeah, screen time. But look at it. We have half. strong opinions on her, the things she has done. Meaning she does things. For a character who's in it a quarter amount as any of the other characters, she is one of the more memorable characters. And I get it, like child actress. I know, but I mean, I found her to be, literally, I, I wanted her to be like one of the Ryu soldiers. I, fe- I felt that she was a reasonable... I'm actually surprised they didn't. Yeah, I felt that she was a reasonable character. She actually has more, okay, so if you look at, you know how I said Kanalo didn't develop at all? Her at the beginning was very like, I don't care what you have, what you want, I want what I want, I'm very selfish, I don't really believe in this. And by the end, she was like, I like you guys. I, you know, like, I'm, I'm here to help you. As much as that was the impression given off, I feel like that was all ancillary to the fact that she wanted Melt. Yeah, but like, I mean, she, she got clear, a development, though. She clearly wanted Melt, and I feel like being nice to everyone was for the purposes of that. But I mean, if you put an episode of her first appearance with her last appearance... Was she in the last episode? For like a millisecond. When they were doing archaeology and found oh, yeah, yeah. poop. Um, if you look at her last bit, she's a different character because she's evolved. Kanalo did not. We're not talking a lot, but I mean for a character who's barely in the show, 
And she's and an exposition character? I, I think the only time she experienced significant relevance and development is when P-10. she... Yes, P-10. That's exactly it. No, there's more. Yeah. What about the one where they, uh, she steals the Reusel Caliber for a movie prop? Yeah, I guess it was. That was a great... That was a okay, great you know what? I will say that was probably Oto's best episode. Yeah, but I mean, she's got... Like, she's got two good episodes. Most of these fuckers only have one, if even. That's fair. You know what? That's fair. Like, I mean, for such a small character, I cared about her enough. You should... And the thing is, like... This is, like, for Ui, I don't give a shit, like, the actress. I hope she gets well. But her... The character? I didn't... I never liked her. Yeah, let's... Okay, let's get into Ui. Oh, my God. It... She was absolutely there to be nothing but, Hey, look, I'm a trendy YouTuber! Relate to me, viewers! And then they just dropped her like a rock. Yep. A third into the show. And the thing is, like, there wasn't any... Long before she left for America. Yeah, she was basically just, like, in the background to go, What's that? Like, she, it just, she was... I feel like there was so, again, so much potential that was not capitalized on. She could have been a vehicle over the course of the series for the Resolders, who had been living in isolation, to become acquainted with human society, and like I said earlier, lead into them seeking employment. And it all happens off-screen. And we didn't have an episode of, like, you know what they needed, and I know this is really, you know, uh, stereotypical of a lot of Sentais, is go out and get jobs! Yeah. Like, how many times have you seen that guard? They just try to get day jobs? Very few, actually. Well, it's happened a few times, but it's well, very memorable. Well, it's like it's very few because the majority of the time they just work at the place they're living at. Yeah, but I mean, like that would have been a great episode. But that doesn't for- apply to this because they're just freeloading off of Ui in her garage. Yeah, and it would have dad's garage. Like, imagine how great it would be, even a two-parter where it would have been filler. But I would have liked it, just yeah, because like, you would get to see another side of each of the characters. You know what I think it is. Unfortunately, we have to remember that this is the show aimed for the very young audience, so a a, store, a plot about getting jobs isn't exactly something kids want to see. I know, but I think that it needed it, because yeah. that's the only way the payoff of her character would have happened. Or at yeah. least rather, like, Japanese kids, because, like, they're already being crammed with, like, school yeah. and such. You don't want to remind a kid Sunday morning at 9 a.m., hey... Work, but the funny thing is talking yeah. about the potential of Ui. I can't even picture it because we never got a taste of it. Yeah. It's because there's nothing else, or like everything about her is potential because we didn't get anything. Yeah, I will say her dad. I think he served his purpose as nothing but a vehicle for gags, dad jokes, and funny bits. I will put it is he's uh... the actor and character that they got the most out of with the. The least they put into it. He got the last joke in the show. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, he, he literally... I swear to God, if you told me that they had just told him to improv 100% of his lines, I could believe it. It's just, as I said, like, they gave him very little to work with. He had very little plot of it. Like, even the fact that he was their fucking reincarnated fucking, you know, dude. Upset. They never understood well, how uh, that happened. He, he wasn't reincarnated. Or he, like... The, the soul set. of Set had, like, chosen to rest inside of Tatsui. But, because, I mean... Like, well, again, it is the, it's the Bama oh. thing. That actor made a really bit part into something that you'll probably remember that character. Yeah. Who else do we got? Villains. Um, Let's talk about them all together, because they're not important enough to break into pieces. Unfortunately, the Minosaurs... The Minosaurs are probably my least favorite monsters of the week of any Sentai I've ever seen. They were very inconsistent. One shot, they were Pokemon, they grew big with no reason, uh, they were completely... The only thing about the Minosaurs that was interesting was Crayon. 
The fact yeah. that they were birthed by Crayon. Crayon and Weezul carried that fucking half of that show. They are some of the most interesting, funny, and and compelling Sentai villains I've seen they, in some time. But they like they could have worked really good if there was just more villains. Like but, if they were just the comic relief villains, that'd be fine. But when they're just the only villains, for like a fucking have, quarter of the series, they're holding down the ship. Yeah, the the problem with the Druidons is that they're few and far between, and like, sure, at the end they explained what their deal was, but that doesn't it's excuse the fact that like it was almost non they they were almost a non entity. You know it, what gets it, me? Like the, the 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 content of the show was crayon spawning minosaurs. Why were the Druidons really even here? It always got me. That's like, a good you know, point. Did you ever watch like an old show and they've got like three villains, like Thundercats, for example, had like three fucking villains. And there were like seven Thundercats well, at one point. There was four of them. What? There's Mamoran and the three mutants. Yeah, but how many Thundercats are there? Just base Thundercats. Like five. Can any of the uh, non-Mamoran characters stand up to any other than not the two young ones? But we're talking, you're talking Tiger in a stand-up fight can't beat Vultureman? But here's, I always thought, they know where Mamoran fucking sleeps and he's a fucking mummy half the time. Why don't the Thundercats just roll up and wreck house? They, they, <laughs> don't, they don't know where he lives. Yeah, they do. They no, literally... He's on, he's on the other side of the planet. Yeah, but they know... But they could have just rolled up... Well, if he can come there, they can go here. But I mean, like, why don't they just fucking... Or wait till they all come out, jump them all at once, fucking fight. They wait for them to hatch a plot. So I always... What bothered me about Thundercats was, why don't they just fucking wreck him? Whereas this felt like that. At one point, it's just Wyzool and, and Crayon, and there's fucking six of these assholes... They, why don't they just, and there's so many times that Wazul and fucking Cran would be just fucking standing off to the side of the minister and like, walk over, just tell the minister to hang on a hot minute and go fucking capture Crayon. I know he's indestructible. Capture Crayon and kill Wyzul. And you fucking, I know there's more guys coming, but it just seems like that, they should have, they didn't know that. They're probably like, at no point did it occur to them, hey, the fucking two comic relief guys are holding down the house. Why don't we just fucking wreck those two guys and we, you know, take a vacation for two weeks? Unfortunately, that gets chalked up to a thing that is prevalent throughout pretty much all of Tokusatsu, if not so much, like, shonen boys drama fiction, whatever you want to call it. Villains and heroes almost never, ever go, you know what, let's just go to their base and kill them. We know where they live. Because, unfortunately, that would end the show early. Yeah. Unless and it just... Well, you know what the best way to put it is? You ever seen a fight scene where, like, a couple of heroes are fighting a bunch of numpties? And ironically, Super Sentai works very hard not to do this. When you see a couple of guys off the side and they're fucking kind of, like, in their idol animation waiting for their turn <laughs> to fight. Yeah. Um, and it's just... And ironically, Super Sentai does this amazing thing where they just have them kind of always moving so you don't see them standing around. Yeah. You'll notice that mooks that are not currently being fight, they look like they're trying to run around back. Yeah. Or they look like they're trying to go around the other they're, side. They're waiting their turn. Yeah. But no, but they're doing something while waiting their turn. Yeah. Um, now, the thing is, it feels like this plot is them waiting to fight. It's like, you know, like, okay, you know... Hey, Wyzool, I got an idea for a Minosaur. Well, I'm kind of busy now. I'm watching my stories. Even on <laughs> Wednesday. The re- what about the Rhea Soldiers? Oh, they're 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 going to a soccer match. They're fine. Like it's like <laughs> it, 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 it's funny thing is like it, it felt like it feels like Sam and like the 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 dog and the coyote from that that one Looney Tunes. Oh, well, the thing is, this yeah, is yeah, I know Sam it's a weekly that. show. Like but, they're just clocking in for work. But I know this is a weekly show. But if you kind of look at the plot, like this is about a month of their life. It's not a year. They were most, you know, it, 
However, it feels like a year. It feels like the Ryu soldiers are really only fighting one monster a week, and the rest of the time they're just fucking sitting around and leeching off of uh, Yui's dad's uh, internet. I at least want to say half a year story one because they do have the Christmas episode. But like, yeah, aside just, from that, you can start the show whenever. Well, okay, look at look at uh, uh, Comrade or Build. Comrade or Build actually takes part. If you look at the timeline, it, they're only about three to four months. The whole thing. And but it feels like there's so much happening. Ryu Soldier might take place over half a season or six months. It doesn't feel like it does. It feels like they've been at it for like a fucking long weekend. <laughs> I'm bashing it now, but I mean, like we're well, in the unfortunately that just gets chalked up to like if you really look at if you typed out an order of events of everything that happened in Ryu Soldier that was reasonably significant, you wouldn't get a very long paragraph. No. Ryu Soldier. You know what the funny thing is? Is I, I think this is kind of my final draw of the thing. The series was good. It wasn't great. And the things that were good were better than the things that were bad. Like, the suits looked great. The combat was great. The Zord fighting was great. The out-of-suit fighting was great. However, the plot was passable. The stick care development was passable. The villains were passable. So it's not that there's anything bad. It's that it was either great or passable. There was nothing... if. It was good and then passable. It pushes it on. You know, the funny thing is this is going to make an amazing season of Power Rangers. You know why? Because they get all the best stuff. Yeah. They get all of the suit fights, all of the Zord fights, all of the fucking stuff set up. And they can take however much time they want to develop characters. I, that's why I'm just afraid of how the Rue Soldier adaptation will handle the villains. And which, how they're far in between. And it's like... Are they going to do what they did in Dino Charge and just make them like one giant group? I think they're. I I think they'd be stupid to not try to fix it. I think yeah. they're going to do what they did with Sledge, where they put put it in, in a incredible, completely new a villain. completely new villain, um, and probably they're going to take a couple of maybe Minosaurs that showed up in the thing and make them main characters yeah. um, to flesh it out. And the thing is, they need to come up with a compelling villain. Now, since, of course, that villain won't interact with them in the suits much, they're going to be more interacting with them out of the suits. But that's what Sledge was. Sledge more interacted with them as characters than he did with them in fights, because obviously any fights with Sledge personally had to be shot new. But I mean, like... But even when Sledge did fight them, it's like, hmm. like he could take them on. Yeah, but that was all new footage. But the thing is, they realized... And the, uh, they re the thing is, like... Ironically, Kirija had the same thing. There were great villains in Kirija, but they didn't have a great lead villain. You don't get their lead, their leader. Well, you, like about they half talk of, about him the whole series. Halfway through the series, you, the get, you get the bearded guy, and he fits that leadership role. But I mean, like before that, for the first like you know quarter of the series, there was nothing, and Sledge was what made that good. That's a good series of Power Rangers. But the thing is, Power Rangers, which right now is batting a thousand, like they've got a good team, like developing the show, they're smart. Because they're going to be going like, okay, what works in Ryu Soldier and what doesn't? Uh, and they are lucky that the things that work in the series are how great the suit fights are, how great the mech fights are. Those are the things they don't have to fucking touch. And the stuff that, that is weak, which is the out-of-suit characters and the plot, is that's the thing they replace anyway. Yeah. So literally, they've got the easiest job to make Ryu Soldier good. Because they they are only gonna they only have to remake the bad parts. Whereas look at series, uh, which were really challenging that had not great suit fights, not great Zords. Mm -hmm. I would say um, 
Goanger, for example, the suits, the, the mechs are kind of kind of weird. Yeah. And the suit fights are not that great. So that one, they're like, well, shit. That one, they had their trouble put out for them. And the thing is, like, if you look at Goanger, the character stuff was better. So they had to cut out what's good about the show mm-hmm. and replace it and basically turn... And that's why that show... That, uh, what, which one's that? The RPM. That, RPM. Yeah. That one, they literally gutted it and remade it from scratch. It was fucking Mad Max. Yep. And they made it awesome. Mm-hmm. Then the guy got fired halfway through. Yeah. But uh, overall... <laughs> but he still did his job. But, uh, overall, Ryu Soldier is definitely, personally for me, the weakest of the Dinosaur King seasons. Did I hate it? Absolutely not. Was it... Was it... Uh, you know what? I think you used the best word. It's passable. Yeah. Yep. It, it got by... I'll, I'll say it's passable, but I will still maintain that I would call it... Di- I I want to say something... I want to say disappointing, but not to that effect, because... Disappointed gift. Put it in the thing, please, somebody. Yeah. Well, no. I, I feel like there was so much potential... They 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 like set the board the the spring for it to be so much better, but then just tripped over it. And then oh my goodness, let's. There were there were absolutely some great parts, and you've definitely opened my eyes to a lot of perspectives that I hadn't considered before. Let's just pray to God the toy sales like we see the toy sales. From what I'm hearing, the the, that was the toys were the biggest saving grace. I'm told the toys sold very well. That's because like, I bought every Russo yeah. I sold. Well, because it's fucking, you know, the thing is, like, yeah, the dinosaur gimmick, you know, wore down for us watching it, but the thing is, kids will still buy any with a dinosaur on it. Yeah. From what I was uh, seeing on Instagram, because I follow this Vietnamese uh, uh, group and um, that, like, review stuff, and they showed that the toys, though not as good as uh, some of the better things, but I mean, like, um, the toys did dreadful for Loop and Pat. And uh, Key Ranger did not that great. It's on an upward swing. Meaning that not Gangbusters numbers, but like it's up. It's better than last year's Yeah, numbers. and it makes, and the thing is, so I would say if you look at the numbers, the ratings for the series were actually pretty decent. So I would say that with decent ratings and then decent toy sales, this is considered a like financially successful season. And people were worried Sentai would be ending. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, look at the Kiramijers. Ironically, they're set up for success. Like, uh, now, plot-wise, uh, this followed uh, Lupin Pat, which was a huge departure and a beautiful season. Like, I loved Absolutely. Lupin Pat. I mean, so this comes in, um, like, in this underperformed. I would, say, I would say my final rating is it's a good show that didn't live up to its own potential. That's exactly seven what I'm out saying. of ten, and I'm being generous. Uh, if, I, if I had to give it a number, I would probably say six. You know what? Come on, I helped you. Give it a point five. All right, you get a point five. All right, I earned a point five on that. Yeah. I would have to agree with you. Ichi, six point five sounds like a decent score. Yeah, which pass, is that's pass, good, pass not great. The thing is, it's a it's a, it's a rating that you have to do what you did and look at it from perspectives that are not obvious. Yeah, it's you need to find a way, it's, 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 you need to find a way to love it. It's like Ghost. If you find a way to love Ghost, you'll love it. Uh, Emily, you've been wanting to talk for a while, sorry for, go ahead. No, it's, it's okay, um, I kind of just drifted off into the Twilight Zone there for a bit. Into the Hellenheim? Yeah, into the Hellenheim. It is late, so I guess that should be. Um, Crayon was great, I don't know why he wasn't 
the one infected by Helen instead of Precious? Which I thought. Because it's too pure and this guy wrote J-dramas. It would be too obvious. But I think it would have made a lot more sense for him to have become some sort of giant, like, life beast. Right? Also, real quick on Precious. Precious felt like the villain that the show deserved to have all along. The ones that, like, kind of controlled everyone. Yeah, Precious felt actually threatening. So where the fuck was he slash she the whole show? Uh, she should have come in earlier. Had to wait for the producers to change over. Yeah, yeah, like it is. It's I get yeah. So I, I, I'll I'll give it a little higher. I'll give it a seven. But I just mean this show should have been better. Yeah. And I think that retrospect will be kinder to it because when you look back at like how the thing is when you look back at a show you tend to look back at what you liked about it. And I think that me looking back at this myself, I'm going to remember the cool fights. I'm going to remember the cool asana moments. I'm going to remember Bomba. I think that this series is not as bad as people think. I'm not going to defend it. Like, I defended the shit out of Zio. Or Zio. Zio. Whatever the fuck that says. Zio. Future writer. Because I think that I had fun all the way through with that show. And I believed it deserved to be, you know, like, defended. This one, I'm defending it a little. Because I'm not going to pretend it doesn't have huge problems. Um, but I mean, like, if I can get you to take, change your thing from 6 to 6.5 to think it's a little better than you thought, then I've done my part. It's, it's a show that if you, if you step back and look at it from other perspectives, you can see why it's good, but at, at face value, it's missed potential. And the funny thing is, as going back to what I said before, is... People, we know it missed potential. Uh, its potential. You know who can, who has a second fucking chance to get that potential? Power Rangers. Power yeah. Rangers, yeah. I think my my prediction in you know March twenty twenty is that this is going to be a ball in um, that, season of Power Rangers. I hope so because that, we don't want another ninja steal. That's thing. exactly why when they first announced it, my I swear on Christ, like the hand of God, my first thought was, oh cool, maybe they'll make it better. Yeah. Well, because. They're not going to make it worse. I mean, like Nin Ninja, Ninja Steel. Was Ninja Steel good? No, no, no it was garbage. I would watch Nin Ninja again before I watched Ninja Steel. Yeah, Ninja Steel was Ninja. I didn't watch, and I have never. I watched the first episode with you guys live of Nin Ninja of Nin Ninja, and I kind of dug it. But I'm, I'm, I've heard that it's not a great series. Uh, I, I would say it's like a beautiful disaster. There's, yeah. It's got problems, but it's such a fucking spectacle. You have to see it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Jikai uh, Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Oh looks, my gosh. Looks like we'll... Yeah, it, it's been a very long episode. So... Yeah, I know. Sorry. Yeah, but, like, not a bad episode. Two and a half hours. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, since next week is the debut of Cura Major, we're going to do the same thing we do every year and take our feature topic with our first impressions on the show. And we may possibly have a sub of episode zero. Yeah. If, if we get that in time, we'll squeeze that in. Yeah. If we, well, I feel like we'll have time to do, like, three no, episodes. No, like, like I mean, like, if, if we have the sub by the time we record. Oh, then yeah. Then we'll put that in. Yeah, uh, so I'm excited. I'm uh, there's things I like about Kira Major, and there's things that I don't. Same, but I've said most of my opinions so far. But we'll talk about yeah. that more next week. In the meantime, thank you all for listening, watching, liking, favoring, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. Make sure to check out castranger.podbean.com, which is the source of our hijinks. From there, you can find our Facebook page where I post thumbnails of episodes days before they come out. 
our Twitter account, our Patreon, where you can pledge to help us make the show better for you, uh, our Discord server, where you can not only chat with all of the cool people here in our Discord server, but listen live to the show whenever we record it, which is usually Fridays, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and with that said, thank you once again, and we will see you next week. And th- to those who have been with us since the beginning, thank you for joining us for... Yeah, thank mag- you for listening. Thank you for joining us for a magical six years on Cast Ranger. Here's to another six, and we will see you in Cast Ranger Season 7. Also, uh, oh, HeroCast, do we want it this weekend or next weekend to do it, record the live? Sunday, I'm, Sunday I'm free. We can do Sunday. I can do Sunday. I've, got a, I've literally got a session planned. Sweet. Cool. We get to More fight. HeroCast! Yeah. We, we get to fight Pack Rabbit. That's all I'm going to tell you about him. I was cool. finally here for an anniversary. You did it! So was I. Yeah. I, I haven't been on long enough to miss a lot of them. Yeah. I think I was actually on... No, I was in one of the anniversaries. <gasps> Wait a minute. That means the best thing. I can finally change my caster!